Well, it's a red letter day because the internet invented something new to masturbate to. Yes, it's a Cinderella tale of a princess that could and did and has been a lot in the past couple of days. But that's breaking the internet and Telltale Games is breaking up people's families and home lives. Yes, all this and more on a sexy bolette of dude soup. <laughs> yeah, it's sexy now. It's got huge tits <laughs> and wide hips. So all you need to do is make something sexy, put huge tits on it? Yeah. Yeah? Right. Yes. Okay, yeah. I, look, I'm just asking. If you and put like, huge tits on a truck, I'd be like, all right. I sexy think, truck. It's, all right. It's, balls. There's like a Venn diagram where it's like, it. if it has huge tits, it's sexy. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't, it's not necessarily not sexy. True. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. I get you. As long as they're the right shape and in the right place. I've seen things with huge tits. Well, yeah, that are you can probably have uns. Yeah, you're right, and you like can an have alligator. unsexy tits. Like also. an alligator, for example. <laughs> mm. Like a dog that's just had like a huge litter and is just ragged. That's not got sexy. huge tits. Not sexy. Yeah, that's eight of actually them. swollen tits. Mm. Yeah. Eight yeah. huge but swollen tits. Like swollen, but then they get drained and they're just kind of. Well, they're like pointy. Isn't yeah, they're all they're saggy. Like, they're called teats. Mm -hmm. Never have puppies. If you're listening out there, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, that's got a lot of crossover. All right. Well, I'm your host, Lawrence. I'll take you through this uh, this cesspool of internet kink. I don't know. We were just discussing if... Yeah, no, this is definitely kink. Uh, I'm joined with three expert panelists who all know very well about crossovers in the Mario universe. There's most likely to cross Peach with Bowser because Bowser's jacked and everybody should be jacked, James mm -hmm. Willem. Thank you. Makes sense. Uh, most likely to cross Peach with Link that's right. because he respects strong women, Bruce Green. Absolutely. I would love to see Sheik in real life. <laughs> And most likely to cross Peach with Vivian because that's the most obscure Nintendo character I could think of. Lana Pierce. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Actually, how I have seen a lot of sexy Vivian shit, but I've never seen. Never mind. Have they I done think Donkey Vivian's Kong inherently yet? Kind of sexy. Well, yeah. Wouldn't that just be what's her name? Yeah, that's uh, the rabbit, right? No, no, no. no there's, the other, there's, a, there's a pink Candy Kong or whatever. What's her name? Oh, candy gross. Kong. The one with the tube top. Bruce somehow she's, knew. She's got was some it, pink did on I get it right? Was it Candy Kong? Dixie Kong. Dixie. Dixie. I was Plus, like, there's wait, no, no way. Dix, isn't Dixie the one with pigtails? Yeah. yeah. No, Candy. Candy Candy's is the adult gross. sexy one. Did I get it right? Bruce is right. You were right. <laughs> I never get that stuff right. <laughs> I don't wow. know who that is. Well, She's the one who uh, not, no, it's not, who it's saves not your game. It's not bad, Lawrence. Oh, Omar, can you switch us over? It will be. Yeah, there it goes. Bang. Right, yeah, she saves oh. your game. Oh! Yeah. She's, oh, she's, yeah, she's super sexy. That makes me deeply That's why I got it right. That's why you remembered. Yeah, yeah, she Kong. is sexy. Whoa, mm. she's hot. Wow, wow, wow. This is like this is polygons from... in all the right places. Am I right? <laughs> no. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Why is yeah. she so tall? She has a really good uh, waist to hip ratio. That's what supermodels are tall. Most supermodels are very tall, and she is a supermodel. I don't like that she's humanoid. It. it would you rather fan. her be hunched? And... Yeah, I don't yeah. think I would. Twisted? Yeah, just go full Kong. Mm. I think you can still make a hunched. Gorilla sexy. Again, just give it oh, giant tits. Yeah, I don't know right. about that one. I've seen them. Yeah, it is <laughs> odd though how they bend the rules of their own anthropomorphization. Yeah, didn't uh, Coco died recently? That's that uh, that female oh, yeah, gorilla that could sign. Yeah. Yep. Alright, oh, yeah. not sexy. A sexy, but it's technically a sexy gorilla like that would have a big ass because that's why monkeys have pronounced ass asses because mm. they they're bent over. Oh. So have we didn't develop breasts. I mean, we as in you and I mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. didn't develop breasts until we started standing upright because they need. Uh, oh, I see. Mammals or whatever needed apes needed something to see right in front that represented fertility. Wow, that's yeah. why monkeys have big asses because then they're like because they can yeah. they can see because they're all if you're low. hunched over. You can't see nothing. Wait, but if they all have big asses, doesn't that kind of no, it's the, the point? women have the, the females the female. Sorry, excuse me, the women apes. 
have more pronounced acids. I, I That's know. where their <laughs> sexuality or fertility right. or whatever is. This is Man, the best podcast we've ever done. I could get into right, a female. Back to apes being sexy. Female right. ape. Because I like pronounced asses. It they just got makes boobs it, on their butts. It makes it simple, yeah. R.I.P. Coco. Just combine every sexual Missy. body part into one thing and put it right out there, just please. The, do think about the fact, though, that basically any male species needs to have boobs directly in line of sight, <laughs> right? Like, so as soon as we evolve to change line of sight, <laughs> boobs need to be there. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise it's not getting, it's yeah, not getting yeah. fucked. Boy, the Black Eyed Peas had it right. I feel like dogs don't have anything My like lovely that. lady lumps. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get check them out. Anywhere. Up in front. Really spans species. Philosophers. Really thought ahead. <laughs> All right, this podcast is brought to you by three sponsors. Uh, Dollar Shave Club Hymns and Loot Crate. You can get a starter pack uh, from Dollar Shave Club for $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash dude. Uh, you can get a trial month of hymns for $5 at fourhymns.com slash soup. And you can subscribe to Loot Crate now at uh, lootcrate.com slash dude for 15% off your subscription. Hear more from them later. First, yeah, we got, we got something new to masturbate to. Uh, I spent all morning downloading pictures of Bowsette, one of the best uses of corporate time that I can imagine. <laughs> Omar, let's, let's, let's throw up that beautiful slideshow and get this rolling. I love Ooh, you good made a, start. You made a really nice slideshow. Good start. Oh, I just collected mm, pictures. Not that much of a fan of that one. Yeah, no. so sorry, audio listeners, uh, but hey, you know what? It's only a Google search away. Uh, so let me run through the chronology of what happened here. Uh, Nintendo announced Super Mario Deluxe uh, for Switch, Super Mario, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe which is a, a punch-up of New Super Mario Bros. U that came out a long time ago. In this, they have a new power-up called the Super Crown, which is, hold on, Omar, let's, let's click her back over here for, for a quick second. So this is a crown with a little mushroom cap baked into it that when somebody puts it on, they become a Peach version of that character. Oh. So the one shown was Peachette, which is Peach crossed with Toadette. Oh, okay. Bizarrely, that's where the Got ad it. comes from. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this uh, was in. This really rocked the Mario fandom to the core. Uh, so re, there's a there was a post on Reset Era that was posted. Let's see what's the date stamp on this. September thirteenth, uh, titled elegantly. So what the hell is up with Peachette? Uh, it reads uh, there's there's just random crowns lying over that turn Toadette and only Toadette into a near exact copy of Peach named Peachette. Uh, the writer then goes on to r- rationalize. So toads can evolve into humans if they have the appropriate headgear. Is that why it's not until Odyssey that they know about hats? Peach is keeping it from them to prevent a rival to challenge her. It can't be that Peach herself is just a mature toad with a power-up because this is an awful world we live in and Baby Peach exists as a character for some reason. Oh, but in Mario 64 DS there were caps. Okay, my answer to that, to that is that I don't really care. <laughs> and those did not turn Yoshi into Mario or some weird hybrid like Yoshario or Mario. Are we doing hard netting right now? Not yet. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. No, it totally. There's a crown, and when something puts on the crown, this whole time we thought that Peach was just, I prefer this actually, (laughs) that Peach was some sort of humanoid that ruled over the Toad Kingdom, Mm -hmm. right? Which is, it seems weird, right? It It seems like like colonialism or imperialism or something like that, right? Speciesism. But it makes more. (sighs) Whoa! Still, don't have to blur that. It just went up 15 degrees. Um, but it makes more sense that you elect a monarch or something like that. You, there's, you get a ruler, and then that ruler is then given, given a crown, crown. Mm. such that they can better oh. have diplomatic okay. relations right. with it, the human right. world. But then the I crown like turns them into a humanoid. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that they like are still pot toads, so they rule over the toads properly. Mm. Toads? 
Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that the plural? The Toad Kingdom. The Mushroom Kingdom. The, the Mushroom, oh, the mushroom kingdom. kingdom, yes. Uh, but then they also applaud humans so they can like interact with Mario, etc. Yeah. But then ultimately like at the end of the night, they take off the crown, turn back into a toad, hmm. sleep in the nude. That's how it so works. So then yeah. how do we jump from that to it being ah. sexy? Well, I'm glad you asked. So a lot of people started theorizing once the, <laughs> once the, once the precedent was set, people <laughs> then uh, started imagining what happens if other characters put on the super crown, uh, leading quickly to Rule 63, which is one of, similar to Rule 34, is a pretty commonly sourced rule. Internet adage that states for every fictional character there exists an opposite gender counterpart. That's true. It is a notable tenet of the anonymously written rules of the internet, next to rules one and two and thirty-four. So yeah, uh, they started busting this out, uh, making a lot of previously male characters female, mm. and then the creation of Peachhead, as we currently enjoy it, is credited to this comic strip uh, posted by A A K ninety two, so A Y Y K ninety two on Twitter, in which. Uh, both Bowser and <laughs> Mario are jilted by Peach. Uh, Bowser decides to put on the mushroom cap, and then they have a fun time together oh. uh, as Mario and Peachette. So, mm-hmm. but Mario's fucking Bowser there. Yeah. Well, Bowserette. Bowsette. Bowsette. So but. people have pointed out that Bowsette is not the correct mishmash of names. Well, no, it would be Bowsich. Should be like Bowser or Beach. Yeah. Oh. Um, but whatever, man. Peachette is Because there's no Toadette in there. Yeah, exactly. But this is the first depiction, as far as I can tell from my internet drilling, of the first depiction of Peachette as we yep. have her now. A, uh, a harder, thicker, more dangerous Peach. Uh, and I do, I do like being there for the moment that the spark falls on the thirst pile of the internet. Because clearly there was a lot of desire for a thick, angry princess. How is that not a thing already? I, I know. I it's a good sure. question. I'm sure there already was female versions of Bowser right, out there, there had been. but there probably wasn't a term for it. It was just oh, yeah. an application of that other rule. Rule 63, yeah. Um, what I'm curious about is Whoa. that Bowser himself is also royalty in That's this world. That's true. Oh, so now she's like And he also rules King over a, a swath of people that don't look like him either. The Koopa Kingdom. So yeah. is it Im- an implication that... <laughs> goodness gracious. Is it an implication that a Koopa when becoming a monarch, assumes a crown... Becomes Bowser? And becomes a Bowser. I see what you're saying. Well, Bowser has a child, though. So yeah. there was some genetic passing on... But they all have crowns, too. There's also a baby Peach. There is a baby Peach. So, are we, wait, hold on. In the, in the Mushu or the Mario, Super Mario universe, crowns indicate that someone changed from one thing no. to another? No, well, hats have power in Mario. Yeah. So I'm all just saying. hats have power. Sm- some. Uh, yeah. Because there's, there's like the metal caps, um, Odyssey all revolves around right. throwing Cappy on things and taking control of but them. Is doesn't that every hat? Well, Mario sometimes gets no. sick if he doesn't have his hat for too long. You like start losing health oh. if he doesn't have that's his cap true. for a really long time. So does that mean that that's like Mario turning back into whatever the fuck he was before he was Mario? That's a really good question. Hats what was power. Mario before? We don't know. Wait, are the baby versions of them their children or just like... From the past. That's a good question. Baby Mario is Mario from the past. Yeah. But appears alongside Mario in non-canonical adventures such as Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. Omar asked if the baby versions were their kids or I'm gonna say them from the past. past. Whereas Bowser Jr. is Bowser's child. You could also present the argument that if they are wearing the crown and they have sex, they can have a child that is born genetically Ah. with you it's know, like, a, it's like a crown mule, adaptation. Right? Like yeah, a, like a mule. Yeah, mm-hmm. got it. So it passes on yeah. the hat powers. Yeah. yeah. So Could it is be. Hmm. interesting. 
So the hat changes them genetically. What's up, Omar? Yeah. The hat changes them genetically, not just But then how can they revert back as soon as they pop the hat off? Or get hurt. That's magic. But it temporarily genetically changes them. Okay. Yeah. But that means it gives you different, like, genitalia, I guess? Yeah. I don't think Bowser has genitalia, but in theory, Bowsette would. I've seen it. (laughs) In theory, Bowsette would. Yeah. Well, we don't actually know whether or not Bowser has genitalia, right? Uh, no, we well, have seen he it. doesn't. Well, <laughs> it's very spiky. He definitely. You know. I mean, I would assume he's a it's lizard. Under one of the yeah, it's under sheaths. What is oh. like? What is the term for points? that? There's a term for lizard genitalia. Oh, do right. they have one of those things that like comes out like a little like a little runway situation? It's like a it's like cloaca. Like, it looks like it looks like the cloaca? exhaust pipe. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's but like the, the everything it, hole. Yeah, that's a poopy pee hole. <laughs> Bongo Chongo has an important point in chat here. Could Bowser jerk off, freeze his cum, turn into Bowsette? Inseminate him slash herself. Whoa! Then have a child through asexual reproduction. I would say yes. I think yes. Why not? It, well, and here's the thing, though. Because then it would be half half Bowser, half Peach. It, There's yeah. also the possibility that it's magic, mm. and then magic applies a universal rule, so that that magic trumps science. If Always. the hat is yeah. science, Always. then it would work that the cum is still the genetic material of the the Bowsette, right? Right. Or whatever. But mm. if it's magic. Then it would revert, wow. kind of like uh, what's her Cinderella. So yeah. if you put the hat on, and it's it's magic and not science, then the minute you put the hat on, the cum becomes feminine oh. as well. Yeah, is it retroactive? It goes away. Is that what we're saying? Would your well, frozen cum turn into yeah. eggs the second you put the hat on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good question too. Uh, what if you jerk off through a portal from portal? It could just be sterile. <laughs> I'm gonna say, whoa! Oh wow! Yeah, that one's close, huh? This Sorry, a picture Omar. of him. I'm gonna say <laughs> that. Just a little areola in there. I'm gonna say that it disappears. I'm gonna say that if you come as Bowser mm-hmm. or whoever and put the crown on, uh-huh. it come disappears. Right, what does well, that have to do with refractory this. period? Like mm-hmm. you jack off, hat on, hat off, comes gone. Does it go back into your balls? No, no, or is no. it still gone? No, it just goes away. Well, that okay, violates well, the third, second law of thermodynamics. If you get, magic. if you get some of the cum in your eye and it burns, and then Chuck the hat, hat goes off. Does it, it, it the cum's gone, but is your eye still burning? No. No. It's you feel better immediately. It's healed, yeah. So wait, that means you can come in wherever you want. Just pop the head on and off and there's no baby. Yeah. Uh, but yes. it's, it's also, well, that's a good point. But it's also that you could just like come and then instead of having to clean it up, you should chuck a hat on. Uh, also. You can do wherever. Another magic thing. Magic is great. If, if you come in a woman. <laughs> good and clarification. Then, yes. And then put the hat on. Mm-hmm. If the egg is fertilized, the cum does not disappear, and instead the egg is fertilized. So that's a whole new like Ooh, life. That adds a, a layer of. Uh, well, that's what I'm trying to say. That what happens if they you impregnate someone and then they, it fertilizes an egg, oh and then they put the crown back on? This is going to be a hot. I subscribe topic. to the theory in this religion that it's science based, and if you put the hat on, the cum still exists. Okay. And they, Wouldn't Bowser say magic? Wouldn't Bowser's dick shoot fireballs anyway? Probably. I have a question. Okay. Why do we assume that it would change the gender of the thing putting the hat on? Why doesn't it just turn Bowser into a cool, jacked, human-looking Bowser? Because hmm. that's lame. Is it lame? Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's cool. I'm okay with the Mario universe. So it doesn't, doesn't change gender. Well, Toadette becomes I mean, what basically is Princess first? Toadstool, right? Okay, so what that's a gender, that's a gender say, consistency. As long as they have holes that are complementary in any way, I, everything's cool. We need two hats. One that one that makes you hot and changes your gender, okay. and another that just makes you hot of the same gender. Because the hats in, in like Odyssey don't change your gender or anything. Well, they, they make they add Mario mustaches to whatever you throw them on. Yeah, but this they don't is, make you. This is why again. Feminine. See, I'm I'm gonna go back to the magic side of this because you're right. 
those hats do different things, so each hat has different magic. Yeah. Mm. One may change your gender, one may not change your gender but make you jacked. Uh, one may keep you healthy, one may, you know, But whatever. this one has two because it's like it's changing you into Peach and also making you a woman. Good point. Mm-hmm. That's th- too many rules for one. I hand. think it's got, well, just like runes can be inscribed on different magical mm. weapons, I think that crown has certain runes on it that changes your gender and makes you jacked. If Mario's about to come yeah. and then throws Cappy onto the light bulb uh-huh. to become electricity, oh, yeah, what yeah. happens to the cum? I think it disappears. I think it, it turns into away. a coin. I think you get shocked. <laughs> What's that? Oh, do you think that oh, the yeah. light bulb hey, that comes? Animates. Is that what Good the question her. is? Yeah. Oh, well, he's like the embodiment of electricity, right? Oh boy, that other because he's not around. even the light bulb. I see. He's the energy within the light bulb. Yeah. That's how he transfers to different light bulbs. That'd be fun because then, like, if you're about to come, you could just throw your hat on anything and be like, "What is this? Is like peak sensation?" Yes. Yeah, <laughs> be like, "What does it feel like when a camera is just like having a great time?" Yeah, you're yeah. right. You just like experiment with everything. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated with this because I feel like... Holy fuck. Yeah, that's pretty shiny. Uh, monster <laughs> girls have been in vogue in anime circles for a while. Your monster is maze, your dragon maids. Uh, this seems to be riding on the back of that. Plus, I also really like the celebration of a character that's typically demure and powerless being turned into somebody that's physically imposing and like is often depicted as like using Mario as a toy and stuff like that. I don't know. I like it. it's, it's an inversion of more than just the physicality of it. My favorite thing about this is that this is the second time in a two-week span that a Nintendo character has been aggressively sexualized. Yeah, and they've oh, yeah. tried so hard toad. to be a family-friendly company but that not. I just imagine everyone in PR and Nintendo America being like, "Why does this keep fucking happening?" Oh, you know why? Yeah, you know why? Explain what's going on on the internet to me. Why is Toad trending? Oh, I shit. imagine yeah, the other poor his, dude. He's got his yeah. blazer on and a fun little t-shirt, and he's probably playing with some toy. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miyamoto. <laughs> Someone said Trump's dick looks like Toad. <laughs> we got some Twitter analytics for you, Miyamoto. Is there a character that hasn't been put to... Because obviously Bowsette is the focal point. But yeah, doing the other characters. There's been some big ones. Booette is, is blowing up. Oh. Oh. I saw a Chain Chomp at... Yes, there's Ooh. Chain Chomp at, there's Thwomp put, at. There is Thwomp at. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, if it's Booette the, is a little more Victorian, a little more, little more thin, waif-like, because she's meant to be a little more like ghostly. Mm-hmm. But if it's that crown... That changes their gender and makes them jacked. Isn't there a thing called King Boo? So there's yeah, there is a King Omar, Boo. can you throw it over? There's a yeah, King Boo. There's also the Boo Hemoth. I love boos. Okay, so she's pretty peachy. Yeah, I haven't seen a whole lot of overtly sexual booettes unless you consider that sexual. I mean, she's got kind of a tongue thing going on there. But. The fact that they're all behind her implies to me that it is sexual. She's queen of the boos. Yeah. Oh, really? I was just yeah, I just assumed she was queen. No, of the I think booze. they like that ass. Oh, okay, all right. right. I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. yeah, maybe she's got a donk back there. I think so. Uh, but yes, yeah, definitely more more like Gothic Lolita type. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, there was a dry bones, uh, dry bones at. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying. Oh, that's cool. Trying to fight a camera to spike into. Yeah, I, I really like the uh, the tattooed like skater version of it. Uh, oh Jesus. Well, yeah, I guess there's chain chomp at. It's cool. Uh, not quite what I was looking for, uh, but <laughs> got that hat. Uh, yeah, they anyway. They didn't really put titties on those. They what just gave I, him some hair. What's happening here? Be real careful here. Oh, that's chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so it's certainly Bowsette has been the runaway star. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's been other, there's been other splinter off cross peaches. But yes, it's, uh, boy, it's great to know that in a given weekend, everyone is very happily and very furiously masturbating all at the same time. <laughs> it's like when everybody played Pokemon Go. 
outside that one weekend. Oh, yeah, like, how does this out. lead to masturbating? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, outside. <laughs> That's a. And then Jinx came up, and everyone's just furiously masturbating <laughs> outdoors for a week. Only tangentially related, but speaking of Pokemon, it was fun to. Fun is maybe the wrong word, but there was definitely a point where I could tell a whole generation had just aged up into having like sexual urges because all the characters of Pokemon started flooding every porn website. Really? Yeah, and it happened over the span of like two years. Do I don't know think that? I've ever seen Pokemon porn. <laughs> I, keep, I keep my finger on the pulse. Oh, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's, there's actually a, a hot take coming up. But yeah, no, all the nurses, all the trainers. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, they're hot. And then some of the some I, of the more I, I trust him. I do too. I trust Lawrence. No, I, I mean he's wanna, obviously a source. Well, I was wondering if it was the the Pokemon themselves. No, there there are a few. The the motherly ones typically. Yeah. Like a, like a like a Chansey? No, like no, a, no, no, no. No, there's there's like one that looks like she's wearing a Cinderella dress. I guess. One that's just a oh, big ball of gas. Face. That's I'm God of War. I just that is the only Pokemon that I would I implicitly trust Lawrence on these things. I feel like he knows more than I do about this. It's a Pokemon that's three magnets stuck together. People, as far as I know, people haven't fucked that one. Oh, yes, that up your butt. There's a rule 34 of whatever Isn't that there is. Isn't there that photo? There's a, there's a, it kind of went viral of like a girl who's sitting on top of a magneton and they have like a little, uh, there you go, a lot of They knows. have a nail that comes out the top knows. of her head and you're like, oh, ah, all right, well. She's way not, It doesn't count as sex if it's a woman doing it. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> They're just doing it for attention. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, women can have sex. Yeah. Only men can. It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of scientists with a lot of like radar dishes. Mm-hmm. They're, they've got their he- headphones in, in the ear, trying to find a detection of a female orgasm anywhere. Can't mm-hmm. do it. Can't do That's it. Can't why do they it. invented those hats. Yeah. True, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe if we become women, <laughs> we can solve this mystery. Uh, they still can't. Uh, but yeah, we'll just leave that. We'll leave that going for the delight of please of, of all you guys. Please do. And and ladies, this Bowsette can be celebrated by the world. But you know what else can be celebrated by the world? Proper ba- bathroom hygiene. Hey. That's <laughs> brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Uh, so Dollar Shave Club, the thing that I always harp on when, when they run an ad with us is just the value of the starter pack itself. It's $5 for uh, an executive handle. It's metal. feels cool. Five, or sorry, for the razor packs, uh, you, get a, you get a starter kit that has uh, one wipe Charlie's in it, which are mint flavored, I say flavored, mint scented ass wipes, which are wonderful. Just perk you up right downstairs where it's all balmy and cracked and sweaty and red and just, it's just like a desert. No, you want to wash all that away with a wonderful ass wipe. Uh, they also come with some body wash and a couple of other products. But it's a great, it's a great starter kit, especially if you haven't really experimented in the bathroom. Not in a Bowsette sort of way, although certainly I'm sure you could use some of their products for that. But moreover, like, I don't know, personally I was just stuck on, I'm going to buy the cheapest soap and the cheapest shampoo I can buy, and that's it. Because looking good is stupid. And enjoying, like, nice smelling things is dumb, because I'm a dude and we don't do that. The older I get, I'm like, man, that's, that's dumb. Why would I not want to smell something nice when I'm in the shower? Make, squeeze every last drop out of every minute. Uh, and you can do that with Amber Lavender Body Wash from Dollar Shave Club. Uh, so you can get that now at dollarshaveclub.com slash dude. Uh, so that's just $5. After the starter set, uh, they say the products ship at regular price, which means you can get a uh, basically a cartridge of razors every month for 9 bucks, which is way cheaper than uh, getting them from a store. Uh, but once more, that's dollarshaveclub.com slash dude for the starter pack. And then uh, refills can ship every month for just $9. So thank you, Dollar Shave Club, for the sponsorship. Once more, dollarshaveclub.com slash dude. Five bucks for a starter kit. It is the best combination of bathroom products you'll get at that price. Uh, so thank you, Dollar Shave Club. All right. Now there's a lot of people who are going to be needing uh, cheap bathroom uh, 
cleaners because they're out of a job. Oh. Yeah, Telltale uh, is f- fucked up. That was bad. Real bad. <laughs> um, so I guess real quick, because this kind of bizarrely, I, I would say bizarrely, hit a lot of people by surprise. But there's been some pretty severe warning signs about Telltale for a while. They had layoffs last year, mm-hmm. November. Yeah, so here's, here's the, the beats uh, that I can see that sort of led to this. In February 2017, Lionsgate substantially invests in Telltale. The rumored figure was around $40 million. Wow. Uh, and as a result of that, Lionsgate CEO John Feltheimer, Feltheimer? I'm not trying to say his name, got on Telltale's board of directors. Uh, so this was in the middle of a pretty long stretch of a particular CEO, Kevin Bruner, who a lot of people complained about after the fact in an anonymous Verge article. Huh. Get to that in a minute. But in March 2017, so this is the month after Lionsgate Investment and a new person on the board, uh, Kevin Bruner was forced out, asked to leave, quietly resigned as CEO, and returned that to the co-founder, Dan Connors, who was CEO of the company from its founding up to 2015. So for 2015 to 2017, it sounds like Kevin Bruner was CEO. And then in March, Kevin Bruner stepped down Mm -hmm. and Dan Connors came on again. Yes, came back. Gotcha. uh, For a while. um, Because he had left the role before, came back to run it. In September 2017, Telltale hired an ex-Zynga executive, Pete Hawley, Hawley? H-A-W-L-E-Y, as new CEO. A month after that, uh, November 2017, they have a 25% cut in workforce, wow. 90 jobs. Including like PR people and like it was just like this huge wash of people. Mm-hmm. Interesting, and that was all in the same year. Yes, that was all in 2017. Huh. They got a huge influx of cash. Yeah. Right after that, uh, got rid of the current CEO, hired a new CEO from Zynga. For a while, Zynga executives were kind of like vanity hires when Zynga was big, and then Zynga kind of tapered off and got a bad reputation, so. This isn't really in that timetable where hiring Pete Holly would have been like a, a move. A lot of Zynga executives went to startups that wanted to get acquired. That was a weird thing for a while. Um, so a month after Holly comes on, uh, they cut a lot of the workforce. March 2018, uh, a Verge expose goes up, basically talking about how bad working conditions are at Telltale. Um, a, lot of, a lot of it is negative things about Kevin Bruner, the CEO that was working before. Uh, about about the toxicity of the workplace, how Telltale didn't survive or didn't deal with the transition between a small, uh, small agile independent game developer to a huge sprawling game developer with multiple projects. Didn't really survive that all that well. Bizarrely, honestly, not that I identified with it completely, but I did see things that were kind of similar in the way that Rooster Teeth went from a small independent company and is now huge and has many departments. That's what you're saying. Um, but that doesn't mean that Rooster Teeth is going to shudder tomorrow or anything like that. <laughs> so 2018, uh, there's, a, there's a huge expose about how bad things are at Telltale. Oddly enough, this E3, let's see here, they announced a couple of things. Wolf Among Us 2. Yeah. Um, I think Final we, Dead Walking Chat, or The Walking Dead Final, Final Chapter. Chapter. And then there was one other thing. They announced story modes coming to Netflix. Netflix, yeah. And then they were all, oh yeah, the Stranger Things game. Yes. They announced that with Netflix, too. So they had all these great announcements about all their properties. Uh, and then, about last week, I think, just poof, uh, a bunch of Telltale people are like, well, I don't have a job anymore. The company's been pared down to 25 roles. And they had, what, 300? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Jeez. 250 people got laid off. Uh, just, just with no severance, uh, no warning. So weird. Yeah. Out of the blue. It, and like, it seems out of the blue, especially with all those One of them was a person who got hired the week before, mm-hmm. moved to San Francisco for the job, and then got nice. laid off. Nice. 
Yeah, so let's see here. Uh, so yeah, Bruce, you, you, it does seem out of the blue, but there's an article that, where was it? There was an article that basically pinned it on what they, like a huge pullout of investment money. I read that, yeah. And people, uh, people speculate that it was Lionsgate that Telltale was in the process of developing some product with them. It wasn't developing like they wanted. Lionsgate pulled all their funding, and that was it. They had, didn't have enough revenue to keep going. Because it sounds like in, at E3, they had decided they were going to get that funding and went, all right, we're going to make four new games. Here are all the games we're going to make. Which seems Yeah, it's this variety odd. here. It seems very odd to do that, to announce a bunch of games, but not have the funding. Mm. And instead, rely on the on on hoping that the funding will arrive. Uh, you know so. what this kind of sounded like when I was reading about it. It sounded like basically what the uh, North American special effects industry deals with, mm. where the there's such a competition against people that will do other things for cheaper. So like, how can a company like Telltale get Netflix to make a Stranger Games, Str- Stranger Things game with them and not some sort of mobile? company based out of Korea or yeah. something like that. Yeah. How do they compete? They give them this incredibly good deal for the license yeah. with the hope that it will do so well. 100%. They're, so they're, I know yeah. people who got laid off last year and this news doesn't surprise me at all because you know working in San Francisco, it's the games industry up there. I had so many friends who worked at Telltale. They, I, I can't like verify this, but I've been told by first-hand sources that they were spending so much money on acquiring licenses that they didn't have mm. Basically, they, they didn't have the financial backing to actually deal with those. They just kept rushing things out, like, let's pay for this license to get people, like, people care about Stranger Things. They're two years too late on that anyway. But they just kept doing things that way, and that's why their workplace was incredibly toxic, because it was hiring people for a project, shipping the thing, firing them immediately so they didn't have to give them any salaries in the downtime. Mm-hmm. It also it was just, like, the complaints about management are largely... You know, someone would come in halfway through a season and be like, reanimate this, rewrite this, change this character, change the ending, but they don't hire any new people to do that, so they're just creating all of this work for people that is too much for any human to do. So they just basically had all these people who were constantly in crunch, who were constantly burned out, who weren't ever treated like they were going to be paid or like they were going to have any long-term projects because they weren't. They were just going to fire them as soon as they got their return and then hire on new contractors and just keep going like that. They, they never could have survived there's, there's no way it was going to pay off. Well, what you said, where you're like, they got a good deal on a game, like Netflix got a good deal from Telltale to make a game. The good deal's on the backs of those employees. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the good deal's yeah. on the backs of the fact that they, they paid yeah. them probably way under market to make oh, like a, a video game. A lot of them game. were contractors. Remember so like, when Life of Pi, Rhythm and Hughes, the special effects studio, yeah. won for Life of Pi, best special effects, and the owners of the company were accepting the awards at the Academy Awards mm-hmm. while half the company was being laid off. Yeah. It's like, that's, you're just a worthless cog in the machine to them. Yeah. 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 Like, well, that, like what you just said about how, how like they hire con, because this is very common actually in a lot of companies that I have seen, and maybe even in some cases been at, where they'll hire a bunch of contractors and they'll be like, just stay on for about a year uh, and we'll, we'll full time you. And then yes. they, they stay on for a year, that year rolls around and they'll go, you know what, we can't full-time, I and mean, we're sorry, and they fire them, and then they, well, they don't fire them, their contract is up, 
and then they basically just hire a whole other round of contractors yeah. to do exactly the same thing. You never get any loyalty in a company yeah. like yeah. that. They were just doing yeah, it, no, it on a me. case or on a project by project basis at Telltale. So it was like you work on this game and then you're fired. And they just kept doing it like that over and over and over again. I've heard that that is the games industry in general, though. I think it's it's very common, and you know, crunch is. I think it's like three quarters of. Uh, game devs say that they've experienced crunch, but Telltale, it was a constant state of crunch, so people who work there are like, it wasn't just crunch before release, it was literally constantly, like, they mm. never had time off, and one of the tweets that, like, hit me really hard after this was a person who said, you know, I was working 100 hours a week and taking time away from my family and putting all this effort in, I still fucking got laid off, I didn't get any money, like, they were all just mm. putting so much time into making these games because they were trying to release these episodes as quickly as they possibly could with as many projects as they could, they still all got fired. Yep. They didn't get anything for it. It's it's unfortunate because you only get into this situation if you're passionate about what you do. Yep. Yeah. You know, like the executives and business people who create these situations, they don't really care all that much about the games that are being yeah. shipped. They like the numbers. Yep. Which that is the weird games can because it's, they, so many people who work at Telltale talk about upper management and those execs coming in and being like, change this. Like they tell people to change things creatively. They don't understand how it has both of those problems. Like how do you have a company that clearly doesn't care about employees and wants to make as much money as, as possible, mm -hmm. but will also piss off all of those employees by being like, change this right now. And everyone's well, like, fuck, okay. Is it a note that they got from the licensee who's threatening to pull funding unless that unless they make these exact changes? Like is yeah. it a... I'd be curious if they are good notes or if they are just notes that they have received from the people that they have sold their souls to. And they One of the articles them. did touch on that uh, briefly. So the Verge article that came out last March was largely talking about, I can't, I can't see my cursor, where are you? There you are. Oh yeah, that's a tweet I was So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that one. But uh, this, this lays a lot of that particular meddling at the feet of the interim, well interim, he was there for a while, Kevin Bruner, who was a programmer and then stepped up in the role of CEO. Uh, it's just down there, it's just words. But mm -hmm. essentially talked about how he, he had this weird relationship with uh, credit and creative ownership. So he would come in, like, ask for a few changes to be made, and then bail out because he, I guess he kind of... People described him as wanting to be a creative auteur, basically, like a Kojima type, mm -hmm. where you can just whirl in and like make all these whirlwind changes that are all like uh, credited to his genius. Mm. They talked about how he would like mandate himself be in every interview with other people. Mm -hmm. So like when somebody shipped an episode or a project or something like that, they'd want to interview the director of that, but then he would just kind of cram himself in there like too. Like an ego problem. Maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know him. Um, this is just sure, based secondhand on what people have said anonymously because they were still working there yeah. when they said these things. Well, but. I mean, the game that really, they had games before that like Jurassic Park, but the game that really like rose them out of just being an indie darling was The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And The Walking Dead, most of the creative backbone was like people like Sean Vanneman who left after the first season. As soon as that happens, you know there's something wrong. Yeah. Like if they make something that's incredible and then the high profile talent is like, fuck this, and he works at Valve now, is like, yeah, I get that even then we should have been like, there's a problem here creatively. Something is going wrong. Mm. Like I, I know even that, that production, like they all, people who worked on the first season of that were like, yeah, we would have had this be different like, it, it just someone came in halfway through the season and told us to change everything. And that happens with most of the seasons, it sounds like. And oh, was that yeah. dude the same as the guy who didn't let them change engines that you were just talking about? Sean Vanneman? Because there was a dude that, like, the CEO or whatever them. created the engine that the games were based on, and th that shit was broken for a long time, and oh, they, they weren't allowed... they only changed allowed... it with Batman Season 1. Like, that was the first engine update oh. they'd had. So garbage. Yeah. It was trash. Yep. I didn't understand how you can play Uncharted, which has the exact same... 
background like decision making like quick time events shit and like you'd play Game of Thrones and it'd be like running around the corner and then it'd tell you to press X if you want to go that way or O if you want to go that way and you press X and you go <laughs> and then go and like how's that difficult like yeah. it was apparently a byproduct of the the ridiculous release structure that the company tried to hold itself to. yeah the engines yeah. are hard to make and it's like if you don't have time to remake it they're like don't remake it just keep fucking making money which yeah. is keep pushing them out which is interesting too because I maybe I could be wrong but it felt like the telltale release schedule was slow which sounds hilarious to me now that I think about this but I'm like I was always like huh I wonder what's taking them so long and it's it maybe they just didn't have enough staff that, well, that may have been it. The community would complain. They'd be like, like "Oh, why don't we have the release date?" So, yeah, that's the that's thing. That's true too. And you just yeah. don't we had Borderlands yeah. and uh, Walking Dead, and then Wolf they Among Us was Batman. all at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. That's and a good then point. Guardians, and yeah, yeah they had Guardians. a lot of stuff going at once. But uh, community like often complained. They'd be like, "Why don't we have a release date for this episode yet?" And it was always just that they didn't they didn't have one until it was done. Like I reviewed season one of Batman. And it sucked to review. Like, obviously, it didn't suck for me as much as it would suck for everyone working on it. But we'd get a code at 7 p.m. on Friday every time. And then I'd have to, like, play it, review it over the weekend, capture the footage over the weekend, and then have it up on Monday. And that cycle is just because they weren't fucking done until 7 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. And they were like, here's yeah. your code. And I'd just be sitting there like, do you guys have an update? And they'd be like, probably a couple of hours. You're like, how do you Because they were actually not know coding it. They were yeah. finishing like, the game. still straight up till the end. It wasn't yeah. planned at all. They were just like, we need to finish this fucking thing. And they still came out broken every time. Man, wild. That's so sad. It is. Because, uh, really I mean, is. I don't want to speak for you, but I know that individually we've probably all been in positions where, due to our youth and excitement over a particular subject matter, we've worked far longer and harder and unpaid hours and all this stuff just to get an opportunity. So I can empathize thoroughly with, with being taken advantage of in that regard. Um, yeah, as a result, uh, Game Workers Unite put out a pretty stiff statement on it. I'll read a brief excerpt, but there it is. They say... Uh, Hundreds of workers are being denied pay and health care without notice or severance, left vulnerable in an area with an extremely high cost of living. Some of those workers were just recently hired. Let us be clear. The executives at Tailtower are incompetent. They are exploitative. They knew that this was coming and failed to warn anybody. We know that the management disregards their workers. Uh, and wow. there's, a, there's a brief bit further down that I really, I really appreciated. They write, uh, to Telltale's fans and players, learn to see the difference between the companies and the workers who make the games. See through the lies created by upper management and know that the workers are being exploited and disregarded. We are as upset about our games being canceled as you are. Direct your anger at the executives grinding our medium into the ground for profit. Wow. Yeah, because there are people who were bummed out about Walking Dead not getting finished. I think bummed out is a nice way of putting it. People are furious. Some people are furious. I, I try to try to shy away from characterizing an entire group by sure. the loudest people. Yeah. Some people are, are, are sociopathically angry, mm -hmm. like asking the developers to come in and finish it for free because they should love Walking Dead that much. Like, okay, you fuck off forever. <laughs> but uh, but so, people did also pay season passes. That's true. One, don't yeah. buy season don't passes. Don't buy season passes. <laughs> yeah. But for one, I, think, like, yeah. the, I, get, I also get why those people are angry because they paid for a product that they don't have now. But I think like we should be caring more about making sure those devs get their severance packages than that the season is finished. Like, you, you pay those people first, and then you, you finish the game. Don't do it the other way around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These companies are banking on the fact that most people just play games and don't care. I mean, we're obviously way more within the circle of this um, than the average player of the Walking Dead game yeah. is, right? I wonder if um, some of them probably don't even know about the closure. Well, and I think oh, a lot yeah, of people... they probably just think the game, they're not getting their... They paid for something and they're not getting it, yeah. and now they're pissed Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Which is, a, I think, is an understandable reaction from a consumer standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I think once you know the story behind it, maybe you should, I don't know, reach out to Steve. I don't know, you sue. I don't know, whatever you've got to do, right? Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's someone is. Yeah, some there's sort of fine print that says you paid for the season pass, but we may not release anything. Yeah. So there is a class action lawsuit uh, on behalf of the workers that's already been filed. Uh-huh. So this was posted by Polygon this morning. Uh, the complaint filed Monday in a federal court in San Francisco was a class action lawsuit submitted by Vernie Roberts on behalf of himself and his fellow laid off workers. In the complaint, Roberts says Telltale, which is based in the San Francisco suburb of San Rafael, California, let go of the employees without cause and without providing them with advance notice, advance written notice as required by the WARN Act. Uh, goes on to explain mm-hmm. the Federal Worker Adjustment and Re- Retraining Notification Act, which became law in 1988 stipulates that most businesses with at least 100 full-time workers must notify employees 60 days in advance of planning plant closings or mass layoffs. Really? The act that defines a mass layoff as a reduction of 50 or more employees within a 30-day period. Wow. If, the total comp- if the total comprises at least one-third of the company's workforce or any layoff of 500 or more workers. California's state-level version of the Warren Act, which took effect in 2003, has more stringent requirements for businesses, lowers the company's size threshold to 75 full or part-time workers, and applies to any reduction of at least 50 employees. Both the state and federal laws require advance notice of 60 days. This, is, this wow. is interesting. This is an interesting thing because, like, a lot of the articles I was reading is like, oh, the managers are incompetent, the managers are exploitative, the stuff that, uh, that we just read. And to me, that was kind of all speculation. I'm not saying that that's, I'm not, I'm basically like, I'm, I'm waiting to hear what actual evidence is. This is actual evidence that they are incompetent. They violated yeah. the law. Yeah. Because, yeah. because they, they didn't look. If they, if they had gone and, and been like, oh, well, we, gotta, we have to give these people 60 days notice. If we're closing the entire, you know, if we're closing well, Telltale. But don't layoffs I mean, work that way? Like, are you like, all right, probably in about 60 days, we're going to need to for, shut well, down. Yeah, I mean, you can say, like, if we don't get funding in 60 days, it's going to be bad. If you, yeah. well, that's that's the thing. They should have Unless that. you're incompetent. If you're not incompetent, <laughs> you would say that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we're working on funding, but we're letting you guys know. But if you have no money left in the bank... And then the money gets pulled out too. Yeah. And you have nothing. Right. It doesn't matter if they say they can't pay you. Mm-hmm. We can't pay any of you. So, but they, what do you want us to but do? See, they have access to those bank accounts. They can see the bank account going yeah. all no, yeah. like way, they're way down because they're incompetent, right? And if they had just been like, uh, "We don't have any money, and we're not going to have like," I guarantee there is an accountant somewhere at this company that was like, "In one year." There will be no money left, yeah. and we're not going to be able to pay our employees if something doesn't come through. I yeah. promise Maybe. you. Yeah. It may also be that Lionsgate breached a contract. Like They, they made be, a yeah. funding agreement with Lionsgate. Lionsgate was like, nah. And then Tails was like, we have a contract. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Sue us with your no money? Yeah. <laughs> See you in court, asshole. Well, that's the same thing with this. Like, How are they going to, even if they have a class action lawsuit, how the fuck do they pay them if they don't have any money? Put a lien on stuff? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know how this but stuff works. I've, I've, ta- I've talked to a bunch of yeah. different people that have run Selfless different studio. companies, and they always say, I've, they have said this sentence to me, which is like, if we don't get funding, the company's going to close. Yeah. Like, hmm. that's just what's going to happen. And, and they're like, we've told, the, we've told people that, so if they want to stick around, they can, and if mm-hmm. not, too bad. True. But we just don't know. And then they'll get funding and be like, oh, I get, we're around for another year. I've, yeah. I've heard this mm. numerous times from, from lots of different companies. Yeah. And so it's, They should have done that. So they, they should at least have, should have, was it 300 people? Should have told the 300 people, well, we may not be able to pay you in three months. Mm. You know, I, or, I feel like, again, it's all part of the deception, though, too. Because if they're going to Netflix, yeah. and they're trying to pick up big Netflix properties and go to these big companies and say, you, hey, Marvel, Disney, give us Guardians. Oh, like, yeah. you have to make it seem like you're the shit. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and if you come up in a wheelbarrow, absolutely, yeah. like they're gonna go get the fuck out of here. You know, like what, what are you talking about? No, you're not even gonna finish our game. Why would we? You don't have enough money. No. Yeah. So you have to present everything. Right. And if they told their whole company that they might be running out of money, that's gonna get out. It'll spread, yeah. And then they go to in the Netflix and they go, well, we heard you didn't have any money. So yeah. one, now we can lowball you in this offer, which they probably already did. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then and two, you may not deliver anything to us. So why should we work with you? I mean, James is absolutely right. It's not an excuse, I was by the say, way. It, it sucks to be in that <laughs> it position. It explains it. Uh, <laughs> and we're not. I'm not trying to again. Not trying to like sympathize with the management. But it sucks to be in that position because you're right. Yeah. And fact of the matter is, well, one's illegal <laughs> to not warn your employees, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I then think, and the other one is absolutely. If you go to Netflix and be like, please, yeah, they're gonna I, be like, fuck you. But to Lawrence's point, I think it's also a kind of shitty pay it forward. So if Lionsgate came in and was like, Matt, we're out. And they go, but we have this contract, please. And they're like, they're like, no, we don't want to. And then they go to their employees, and they're like, well, let's just tell them they're out. And then the employees will go, but shouldn't you have to pay us? What about the Warren Act? And they're like, we ain't got nothing. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Sue us? Like, like yeah. you know? That's true. I, I, I think that uh, if I feel like, well, how long is this? Was it maybe four or five days? This, this story's been out. Yeah, about a week, I think. About a week. I'm trying to. I feel like at some point somebody would have come out and been like, Lionsgate was in breach of contract. That's the reason we had to we had to shut down. Well, what I, do you gain from that? I think the, also the problem with this sometimes too is that the people that are at the top don't get punished for any yeah, shit. Yeah, right. The CEO is probably going to keep his giant house. And that's the thing. In, yeah, he in burned San his, Rafael. He burned his CEO cred if he if he like if he went out with that info like he's probably out clean. Yeah, cleanish. Well, you're right because we'll just move on to another company. And, and be also, yeah. also I guarantee you, for as shitty as the rest of the accounting was, the accounting to protect him and all of the executives at their level. Yep. Protect their finances and separate the business from where they are. Absolutely, it's probably that's probably on point. I, mean, I sure guarantee you. Also, thinking point. like based on everything we've heard about Telltale, that this isn't just an ego externally for business deals. It sounds like an internal ego, like the kind of person who would not be willing to be like, "Hey, uh, we're struggling." Like he's like, "We're doing fucking great." How fucking dare you question that? Well, like, he, I don't think <laughs> the that, new CEO they brought in, Dan Connors. No, that's oh, the so that's guy. the older oh, one, the yeah. Zinda guy. Yeah. he actually seems to be. Like a lot of internal reports said that things were improving under mm. under his. Like he didn't interfere as much, didn't micromanage as much. Clearly, didn't have much of an eye for the long term, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe at that point, point there's the nothing you can do. But I don't know. I, I feel like the aggressive announcement of projects at E3, given the state that company was in, also implies a lot of like desperation. Now, in retrospect, well, that's like a notice us, notice us, notice us. Exactly. Like, we're we're doing fine. We're doing fine. Please, exactly. please, please, don't pull your money. Yeah. Uh, well, it's 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 so yeah because I like. I was saying before with the accounting, I guarantee somebody knew hmm. that in one year, if Incorrect. like, it, and the, usually companies don't rely on one contract. Yeah, if and one contract doesn't go through, the entire company is going down. Yeah. It's very rare. And having no runway either, that, like, except in special effects. I, I was going to say, <laughs> and, and, and except, except for this specific instance, and that's another good instance is special effects because Telltale had had so much momentum. They had built up into this like big game studio that's like putting out these big, re- these really big games that are very high profile. And so, unfortunately, they had to be like, "Yeah, we're huge. We're we're doing just fine, yeah. and we're going to get this forty million contract from Lionsgate. Everything's great." And yeah, they're still they want triple A. Like no, they, they were still weren't. technically indie, self published. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, it's it's tough too because I think there's a there's a bigger story about the people, the workers too like how you get in this position, same with special effects, is these people who have these technical trades, 
these skilled technical trades that want to work in an industry that makes them passionate about the things that they do, right? They, they don't want to take their programming skills and then build some sort of program in a place. What for Amazon? Care. Whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but they want to go somewhere to where their interests lie, and they're, they're desperate to get there. Yeah. And they also have to probably go to college to get the qualifications to be considered for these jobs, so which means debt. they're already in debt, yeah. which means they're already in a bad situation, but they got this job, so we'll, fig- we'll get it from there. It's, it's tough because then there's a churn. Yeah. There's always two people, f- three, four, five people waiting to take the job. So if you're like, this is not fair. I don't want to work every single weekend. They'll say goodbye. Yeah, we just that's, hired a 19-year-old. Yeah. That's so much <laughs> of the games industry, though. It's just like, well, if you don't like it, this person wants to make games for a living, so fuck off. And yeah. they just like, they do that a lot, and it sucks. Yeah. Like, a, and it's, I've, I've, ta- I mean, I've talked to people that have said exactly that sentence, not ironically mm. to me, where they're, they're just like, we'll just hire somebody that, that will get paid nothing and totally work harder than the person we have now. And I'm always like, yeah. like for me, that's, that is a come to Jesus moment when I've talked to people like that, where yeah. I'm like, got it. All yeah. right. Now I know where you stand. Yeah. Um, and now I know the way that you manage. Yeah. So, so for me, it scares me. Because yeah. I, then you're not going to get any loyalty at all, ever. I, no one will ever be loyal to that company because they'll be here for a year or two, be upset when they left, and then they'll hire somebody new who's excited. I, but that other person's eventually oh, karma. It's all going to come back yeah. around. It, it, it always it comes also back. spreads. Like when companies treat people that way, the the people who leave pass it on. They're like, "Don't walk there." Yeah, and it just like gets that, out that's faster the karma. and faster. That's yeah. the karma, and that's why Ubisoft doesn't make any more games. <laughs> no <laughs> more. They don't have one coming out next week. <laughs> oh, wait, they made that uh, weird VR game. That isn't. Did that come out? They literally have Assassin's Creed coming out. Memories next week. or whatever. <laughs> nah, they had that weird indie game. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The, the one you're in somebody's like, brain. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Transference. Oh, is the Elijah U- Wood game. U- is it you? Yeah, it was you. U- it was U- 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 right? doesn't exist anymore. No, oh. that, <laughs> Transference is the tried. is the Elijah Wood one. Oh, okay. Which is Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. came out to like promote his like weird little art studio and. Yeah, he, he was trying oh, yeah, to like combine I, movies and film in a revolutionary two. way, and it doesn't. Crew two, yeah. I just think that as these companies, and this is not a take to the streets type of thing. I'm not telling you to... uh, Rise up, gamers. Yeah, Occupy Wall Street. That did a lot of good. But uh, I'm just saying this is something you should consider as an individual going into a world filled with conglomerates. Mm. They don't need you. So, you know... Earn your keep while figuring out what your next thing is. Your next you know, move is, yeah. You have to determine your own value because they're not going to figure it out for you. And if they do, they're going to lie to you about what it is. Yeah. That's also the same for just people who are literally gamers. Like, people get mad about EA not making the games that they want. EA doesn't care about gamers. EA's real customers is the stock market. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, everything they do is for the stock market. That's how they make all of their money. Like, and, you know, people were mad about their E3 press conference, but on the stock market, the stocks rose. Yeah. It's like, they don't care about you at all. Like, mm-hmm. even then, they don't care. They're not mm-hmm. like, listen to what the game has won about Mass Effect. They're like, what does the stock market want from Mass Effect? Yeah. That's it. They don't fucking care. Well, people and are even like, money the, for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the gamers aren't the people who just wander into Walmart and buy a game. No, they're not. Like, without any information. And no, they're not. When you get to be that size, the enthusiast market is nice. And in a way, they're kind of an early warning system for what the mass market will do. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter. So if, if like, FIFA Club is breaking in billions it's of dollars a year. $590 a year or whatever it is. The incentive, like, one angry dude on a forum is not going to push against that weight. I don't think they care that's, at all. That's what's, like, I, I mean, I always say this, but it's, that's what's amazing about certain companies that exist. 
when they're able to satisfy, like Sony is a good example of when they released the PS4. They were able to satisfy the early adopters and then also the mass market. That's so hard to do. Yeah. It's almost, it's literally almost impossible to do. And it's one, it's one of the reasons why Sony is one of the biggest corporations in the world. It's because they're smart. They know how to satisfy both audiences and they did it in the right way. Yeah. Um, and Telltale, as I, as a, I think it's probably an easy, easy thing to say, business is hard. And so when Telltale was, you know, like started this business and like was like, holy shit, we're getting really big. Yeah. It's really, really hard to continue that growth. Yeah. Very right. hard. Omar, can you throw can you throw our, our good lady Bowsette back up on the screen, please? I'm getting a little lonely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there really were, my mood. <laughs> in the in the Verge article from March this year. It's funny because they I referenced alluded to this a little earlier, but they referenced certain growing pains about changing from a small studio to a huge one. Namely, like communication issues of like refusal to write things down or document anything communally because you're just used to kind of talking to people about mm. it. I have had some instances of rooster teeth like that where people are just used to just going off the cuff and talking with or each growing. other. But then you get on a project with like 10 members and they're all kind of saying this weird game of telephone to get everyone on the same page. Sometimes ticketing systems are useful and needed and it, it seems very cold and sterile, but. Yeah, it's, uh, there's certain, certain things that struck a chord of like, yeah, you kind of have to change the way you do things once a, a number, like once you get a mass of people, you're not allowed to just hang out in a room and drink beer and, and just do whatever anymore. Yeah. I'm just noticing that we have a box of tissues here on the table. Yeah. Is that for Bowsette? That was, it is now. Primarily it was for my nose. Oh, okay. But the, the you both at once. pseudephedrine I took is starting to kick in, so... I'm feeling groovy. Nice. There's a lot of Bowsette giving the middle finger. She's angry, yeah, man. Yeah, she's angry. That's what Bowser is. Yes. But Bowser doesn't give the middle finger. He's rebellious. Yeah, but it's because his hands don't let him. Don't be ableist. Yeah. <laughs> don't be ableist. It's, it's a sexy but still aggressive posture. That's a real for, human. Yeah, there's some, there's some Bowsette oh. cosplay. That was the most work-appropriate photo from that set. So. <laughs> a lot of garters. God bless garter belts. Anyway, uh, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of Bowsette, um, if this isn't working for you, you might want to look into Hims, who is sponsoring this <laughs> podcast. So Hims is a telemedicine service that offers uh, products for men, namely in, in the form of hair loss prevention or erectile dysfunction. Uh, now, before I get into it, a bit of a disclaimer that I like to make, considering that a lot of the members of our audience uh, have had issues with the way Hims is presented. Uh, none of us here would recommend that you circumvent your doctor or any other norms of healthcare to abuse any kind of medication. Um, if you have an issue with erectile dysfunction or with hair loss, then look into this product, but certainly don't pursue it if you don't need this medication or not experiencing any of these symptoms. And even if you are, uh, you should certainly do what makes you the most comfortable and most healthy. And a lot of the times that is having a referral with your doctor that you already have a relationship with. Uh, not a lot of us have that in America, but if you do, certainly check with them, consult with them, heed their advice. And if they recommend the service to you or even prescribe the prescribe uh, the relative medications themselves, you can then transfer that to HIMSS and have that filled online without having to go to the pharmacy. <clears throat> that said, uh, so HIMSS uh, provides a telemedicine service to uh, diagnose erectile dysfunction. Essentially, if you go on the website, you fill out a little questionnaire. It asks you uh, some basic questions about your health, the symptoms you've been experiencing. It makes you uh, swear to a couple of things, namely, name, namely having your blood pressure taken in the last month and having an in-person visit with your doctor in the last year. I tried to sign up for it just to see if I could. Pretty much bombed out at those places because I even, I even kind of lied and just ticked the things and went through. And even then I didn't get a prescription because uh, peach head is all I need in my life. But uh, if, if you need a little more, Hims will, collect, uh, excuse me, HIMSS will connect you with real doctors uh, who can issue real prescriptions. Uh, 
precisely for a generic version of a drug that starts with V uh, that just went generic, so it's a lot more affordable now. But yes, you can talk to a real doctor. Uh, they will field any questions you have. They'll make sure that your uh, prescription is healthy and that uh, you respond to it well. And uh, they say it's hard made easy. Uh, say hello to your little friend. Uh, you can little. try hymns for a month today. What's that? <laughs> I said little. Yeah. Well, not for long. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. Uh, I try hymns for a month uh, for just $5. Get you started for $5 while supplies last. See website for full details. Uh, that's at forhymns.com slash soup. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash soup. Uh, thank you, hymns, for the sponsorship. And uh, it gives a new meaning to dude soup. I was always there, though. Gross. But yes, if, if Balzette is ready to go, will you be ready? I like all those. I am a huge fan of ads for erectile dysfunction that I pretty much only see if I'm in a bar and they're showing like a baseball game because mm. that's only for old dudes. But typically, the implication is that the one time every three months your wife of 40 years actually wants to have sex with you, you better be there and ready to go. So it's like, just always have like a little pill or a little case. You just carry it around in your wallet. Absolutely. Yeah, like a flask. If she makes eye contact with you, yeah, you're just like, it's time. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Splashed it all over. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, did I get it on you? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, all right, we got a real, we got a real whopper. So we, we've, oh, we've just had fun topics like people losing their entire livelihoods. That was fun. Uh, but now we got something that's really hot. Hit that, hit that hot topic. We got a hot one. Oh, I think, I know what this is. I read this last night. Yeah? Yes. I love this story. Uh, you always cut it off early, Omar. What, is it, is it annoying? Is it annoying <laughs> to you? That, that was peak. <laughs> you don't like it? All right, so there was a, <clears throat> uh, okay, so this one is, uh, I'm trying to decide how flippant to be because I'm sure someone well, is already bashing out. It's not about that. It's, on the, the, it's on the order of the battlefield. It's battle totally about. It's on the order of the battlefield. Yeah. Oh. So in total war. Sorry, what? we gotta, we gotta. Ooh, yeah. Appreciate that. He was that. up earlier. See, I know. Tiny little Mario though. See, it's sure like. Sure, that's not a vagina. I guess it's just a. Okay. Well, I'll leave with that one. That's fair trade. Can you throw us back to? Sorry, it's away from Peachette for a little bit. She's just. She's doing that. It's cute. Is it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, like this. Absolutely. Yeah, you should work on that. You, when you do it, it's not cute. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I even pointed. That was the most rude thing. Uh, so, uh, so there was this. Oh boy. I, I try to be generous, but it's really hard to find any angle on this that isn't dudes being mad about women intruding into their playoffs. So, Total War uh, got review bombed on Steam because some very conspiratorial people assumed that the game was changing the rate at which women were generated to be generals that you could recruit into your army. Like, yeah, there are too many women generals in the game. Yeah, they, so... What was the complaint? A handful of Steam forum posts, which players claimed the recent updates had increased the frequency with which women generals showed up as candidates in their armies. One went so far to insist that, quote, over 50% of their generals were women, and offered a screenshot as proof. Here <laughs> you it? are with these... Women just there. <laughs> God damn it! How is that? That's hundred percent percentage. Because it's just screen shot. Because so there's a lot. So that's the percentage. Uh, the yeah, it seems to be Sorry. people perceived more women showing up after patches. Okay. So then this got turned like it went through the it went through the angry angry man YouTube mm -hmm. of people saying that like so and sadly what didn't help but should have solved the problem is that uh, uh, the I think the community manager. Uh, posted a really well reasoned it, article. It was. It was. I I read it, and it was really well reasoned. Yeah. So uh, just as just to kind of summarize it, Total War games are historically authentic, not historically accurate. 
If having female units upsets you uh, that much, then you can either mod them out or just not play. People saying they won't buy the game because there are too many women in it is fine with us. If that's their reason, we'd rather they didn't play anyway. Naturally, this gets taken and turned into a, the developers don't want you to play their game. Like, they just take the one half of the, it. Well, it's, I think... They, it, developers are calling you sexist! They don't want your garbage sexist! Because I always try and think of people as individuals. That, they perceive that as an attack yes, on yeah, them, absolutely. even though it was a defense of the game. And yeah. it's a very yeah, right? conditional if. Yeah. If you don't want to play this game because you see a woman, you can do that, but we don't really want you around here because that's a weird reaction to have. It's kind of what it goes down to, I, but people lose all the qualifications. I also like the distinction between historically authentic and historically, historically accurate. accurate. A, yeah, Battlefield to be historically kind of accurate, every battle would have to end the exact same way right. with the same thing be unfolding, and you wouldn't technically be able to control it, otherwise right. it would no longer be accurate, right? Exactly, yeah. So yeah, there's a YouTube video, Creative Assembly, don't want you to play their games. Uh, little SIC in brackets there. Uh, one of your gamer, of course, Daily Stormer got in on the action because boy, that's a great narrative. So then the problem is somebody actually like tested it. Somebody tested the game. They found that generation rates were 65% male, 35% female, which means birth rates were even skewed male. But even with that, people thought there were too many women. Well, that's just survival rates, I assume. Uh, no, no, no. It's like generation rates in the game. No, I'm joking. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the ones that survive into adulthood, not dashed upon the rocks because it is historically authentic. So because because it and and I kind of saw this developing, and I was like, "Are we really doing this again?" Because people would argue, people have linked a couple of things uh, in that in the past, uh, game communities have successfully fueled. Uh, anger about certain topics and forced a response in some kind of way. Uh, so now people have stated that that is only empowering to the people who drive these sorts of things, the people who can actually organize and put out a narrative that is that is destructive, whatever. Anyway, they, they issued a response. They just tweeted, yo, and then a big image. That's not historically authentic. <laughs> uh, I want him to say, hear ye. <laughs> They basically say there have been no changes to the recruitable female general spawn rates, but with the addition of the family tree feature and the new gameplay options it brings, playable factions may gain more female family members via marriage. Basically just breaking all of this down in the end, we have no, we have no plans to patch this out or remove this feature from the game. Basically just saying you guys are kind, like, nothing changed. Is nothing it, changed. Is it just that because they added this gameplay feature of marriage before they never had to deal with the fact that women were a necessity Maybe. in this world. The, and now, obviously, through marriage, you need at least one <laughs> to marry in, and it's, now people are seeing more. It could be, yeah, they're, they're forced to like acknowledge it. It like you could have male family members just be male family members, but now there's benefits to being married, so women are joining the family. Gross. That they didn't Well, also, it's, they, I mean, like, I guess it's the very worst for that group. Maybe they just decided, we're going to make some female generals. They're like, ten, like they say, 10 and 15% chance of appearing as recruitable generals. I mean, like, maybe they're just like, yeah, you know what? Why not? It's the same so, with Battlefield. Like, so I, there were women generals, very, very few. Yeah, there I was were say, are there people the upset that they are generals? I th so, like, would they be okay if they were in the game, but they were, like, raising the babies? Maybe. Probably. The, the undercurrent of it all uh, is that a lot of people suspect that there is a conscious and even orchestrated attempt to mm -hmm. guide the path of pop culture uh -huh. to be more inclusive. Okay. And that that guidance is an unwanted effect upon the media that certain groups have enjoyed in its current state for a long okay. time. Well, they're, they're, I mean, like, even if that's true, they're, I guess they're basically saying 
They don't want their perspective changed on things that are historical. And that's the. I don't. I, think I don't it's, think it's that's even the that. easiest thing to pick. I think. Yeah, I don't. Uh, think it totally is. It's I, the easiest blast shield to hide behind. Well, I don't imagine they care about that. I don't imagine they actually care that there are women in the game. It's that they're angry about the idea that there is an agenda being pushed on them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, which right. they don't even actually care that it's not accurate. They just don't like the idea that like, get politics in my video game. Well, that's harder. That's harder to admit. I think. Sure. And that's what makes but the statement the of like, well, when they say if you don't like it, you cannot play our game, that only fuels the agenda theory right. that we are making a statement by doing mm -hmm. this. Because I don't align this with you politically, you don't want you. me. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I'm always not trying to, like, I don't want to speculate. I, it's more of the, yeah. okay, well, if they are upset that it is not historically accurate, then for me, the immediate argument of historically authentic, that negates anything they say. I, at that point, I'm fine. Whatever. Because... Again, for, for lack of a better, I guess, phrase, when you're playing a video game, it's not historically accurate because it would have to play out exactly the same way in the way that history played out, or the way we, we know history played out, which it may not have played out that way. Um, but that's not the way video games work. So for me, again, if it's historically authentic, that's okay. That's all right if they're like, occasionally somebody's like, you know what, I think it'd be cool if you could play as a woman in, battle, in World War II. Fine, no big deal. That's, a, that's an artistic, Choice that they made and that I'm doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. That's what you know. Whatever it may bother other people, and I guess I guess Total War's uh, community manager said, "Hey, if it bothers you, don't play the game." Okay, it's easy it's, enough. It's so weird to think <laughs> we're modded that like yeah, we're, we're giving you the tools to take these women <laughs> it's, out. It's so weird to think that women. people would assume that any sort of commercial media is built in a vacuum, yeah, without bias meant to like. Per perfectly capsulate whatever that the goal of that thing is. It's like not it's, e oh. it's so, just weird. So yeah. you're, you're you're driving down an interesting uh, an interesting thought path that, in my opinion, is that the media games, especially, <clears throat> they've never been in a bubble. They've never been perfect, but they have been targeted towards men. Mm -hmm. So men, I think, have enjoyed uh, being the sole target for all of this for a long time. Mm -hmm. And things like this are starting to remind them that <clears throat> maybe. Other people play Total War, and that's like a dis disquieting you thought. You start feeling less special. Yes, you feel like the spotlight isn't on you anymore. That's, I'm, that's when so I graduated weird. out of college, you can I was find like, other people that cool like anymore. your shit that's, that you can bang. That's, that's, I don't understand. That's what's so weird to me. It's exactly <laughs> it's the opposite. Hard. It's always been the opposite for me. When when I when I found out a girl liked comic books, I was always like, what? you like, and then we would talk about comics. I'd be like, holy shit, this is so cool, and she's super hot. Like, maybe I can find out if we can date, you know? Like, that's, that was the thing that I was always thinking. And we could talk about comics. I got things in common, and I want to date her. Like, mm. to me, that's the same thing here. Where so you're like, well, I, so I think more. there's another level to this, and I'm not trying to psychoanalyze anyone with this issue, but if you do ask her if she wants to go out on a date, and she says no, Ooh. no longer is your excuse oh, that it's I'll because you have no common interests. Sure. Your excuse yeah, is now because she doesn't like you, the individual, mm. and has no interest in you. And that's, that's harder, to, harder to come to terms with totally. than yeah. to say, well, I like video games and she likes whatever girls like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like. I think you can, because, yeah, that is, that is a, I would guess, a pretty, I don't want to speak for the whole group that made no, it. No, no, no. But yeah, I think, I think that is a big part of it. At least it has, it has been personally for me. To make it more abstract in terms of like feeling like you're not special anymore. I think it's more like maybe there's a sandwich shop you go to and there's a sandwich you really, really like. Uh, and maybe it's like it's the exact amount of salt you like or whatever. And you go in and it's different and you say why. And they're like, well, not a lot of people like this sandwich. 
So we decided to mix it up a little bit, see if more people like it. Mm -hmm. And you look around and everyone's loving this new sandwich. And like, but I liked it the way it was before mm -hmm. when it was about me and I liked it. But what if the sandwich shot was like, but we have the other version of the sandwich right here. Slap you it out of their hand. You just need to take the salt off yourself. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it is. So yeah. I think it is, it's, Small it's sandwich. in a weird way, uh, it's, it's the idea of like zero-sum marketing. Mm -hmm. And I wish that as much as, I wish a lot of dudes could admit that they're frustrated about not getting a partner. It's not just dudes, too. I it's think not, it's, it's, not. it's a human condition. Well, I was going to say, like, I don't, I don't want to speculate on any of those people. Like, because like you guys are like, ah, we, they should, we, they should admit it. I'm like, I don't know that that's always the case. No. Some people maybe just like you just said, you made a good analogy of the sandwich. Because like, to me, that's like they just don't want their shit fucked with, you know. Like, mm -hmm. and to a certain extent, I get that. But also, I've been around a while, so every time I go in and my shit gets fucked with, I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Well, well it's and I leave, and I'm also, like, okay, well, if whatever. You, if you like your sandwiches a certain way, you should make your sandwiches. Ooh. You shouldn't rely on a business that has to make money by getting a large audience. Speaking to of make making your, your sandwich, sandwich let's, you. let's get let's get Bowser back up here. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak against that. <laughs> okay. Only just for the purpose. Yeah, of yeah, you. no, no. I'm um, totally. But I'm gonna speak against that only because I'll never make my own food. <laughs> Ever. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll instead go to. So a good example is I used to go to El Pollo Loco all the time, which uh, is a, like a Mexican place here. You in traded California. up from El Pollo Loco uh, to Chipotle. Well, I mean, I still go to El Pollo Loco. I think, bro, chicken. That's hard to say. Trade up. It's great. Um, it is really good. El Pollo Loco is the best. And they used to have a thing called the Nacho Pollo Bowl, uh -huh. and it was awesome. They, it was a Pollo Bowl. It was like chicken, guacamole, the, all the all the other shit you expect in a bowl, plus chips and cheese. Mm. It was awesome. That Did they stop really serving good? it because it started killing people? Literally. No. <laughs> no, they stopped serving because nobody bought it. Mm -hmm. And I used to get this nacho pollo bowl three, four times a week, man. Woof. I went in there every time, nacho pollo bowl. And the day that I found out they stopped serving that thing, I went, are you kidding me? Uh, and I had, a, I had a crisis for a second. I was you're like, not going to go home and make it yourself. I was definitely not going to go no. home and make it myself. What am I, a plebe? And I, I, said, <laughs> instead, <laughs> I said instead, I went, am I going to continue going to El Pollo Loco? Mm. And I really did. I had this thought. And I was like, I, you know what? I don't know that I am. I don't know that I, I yeah, and it's like, for me, it was a personal decision. Will I boycott the restaurant yeah. because they took away the thing that I loved, <laughs> or will I continue going back to El Pueblo and find something else that I love? Yeah. You know what I did? Can you guess? You never went back. That's not true. Oh. <laughs> I went back probably the next week. I think I went uh, there with you. Yeah, not yeah, that yeah, long yeah. Ago. <laughs> I went back you know, probably the next week, and I was you like. You like, check out this bowl. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I found something else that I liked. And I was like, ah, you know BRC what? burrito? One dollar, uh, come on. <laughs> so, for, so for me, I, you know, I learned a lesson. If you don't like the thing, just don't, don't buy the game. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't like the game, don't buy it. That's, that's you, you easy. sometimes have to adapt as well. Like, I definitely, like I did, when yeah. I was a teenager and I was reading comic books, I had a period where I was definitely elitist. That I was like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. these movies are coming out and it's not accurate. What are you doing? I've like spent my whole life reading these comics. Why are these different? And then I grew up a little bit, and I was like, things are allowed to be different. That's fine. <laughs> they don't all have to be the same. Uh, and did, like, but it did take me a while to get to that point where I was like, I'm invested in this. I've spent uh, money on this. Why is this different to what I've been reading my whole did life? Did you see it as like a disrespect of the amount of time and effort you had invested in that series? I think so. Okay. And but it would have also been an ownership and a part of my identity. It would have mm. been like I read Iron Man and I know this character and I'm invested in this and then you've put this thing out for everyone else who hasn't always read Iron Man and it is different. It just like became a thing that was frustrating but that made me a shithead. It didn't help anyone else. I was just being a dick. So I was like, all right, it's fine. They're allowed to be different. It was the same with the chicken bowl. I went in just and I, I got that chicken bowl <laughs> through their face. And I thought for sure that everybody loved this nacho pollo bowl. I had to pull my perspective out and go, wait a minute. <laughs> Other people don't like this nacho pollo bowl. And I, I said, whew. 
who's crazy enough to not like the nacho pollo bowl? I'm gonna be honest, I kind of want to try They would say they're now. pollo it loco. Sounds pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and I really want one of those now. Uh, it was great. It sounds pretty good. Was but, it like the nacho cheese sauce? Uh, no, no, no. It was actual cheese. Mm. Come on, dog. Mm. Nacho cheese sauce. I was curious. <laughs> I didn't know if we were oh, getting pollo loco. I know Flame pollo. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's what like Texas Bell. right over the counter and see them making that chicken. This is real Del shit. They're chopping it back. Turn it over. But either way, like I had I had to change my perspective on things and be like. I guess not everybody liked it. The, there is a situation here, though, too, where people are, it's weird because they're viewing it as a patch change, right? So yeah. they've already paid their money into it, and they're like, why are you changing the game That's that true. I've already Well, they're that trying I've to sneak this feminist you. agenda on you. It's just more yeah. like, I already had this thing. We had agreed, We had a deal. Right, and now you're changing the deal, that's and valid. I get that frustration too. I do too. That's Except they didn't. That's the weirdest part. They Except didn't they change. Didn't. The it's deal. the perception. I think change. there are a lot of like There's different of people who there. probably have different problems with it. I do not jump to assume everyone who is against it is sexist. I think they are probably more likely either. frustrated. No, I don't either. Yeah, yeah. but there are surely some of them are. But I don't think that's. There's a lot of different issues that are just like keep the thing the same. I could yeah. see a lot of yeah. just concern about that in general. I, th I think a lot of people are justifiably is is maybe not the right word, but. I think that, I, I mean, I remember gaming in the late 90s. Being a dude, it was awesome. Like, it was just chicks and spandex and swords and guns. And I also played games up. in the late 90s. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I, notice. Well, yeah. No but, part of me was ever like, why is she half naked? I was always just like, yeah, she's video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I've certainly felt that my demographic is no longer the target for all of this when it used to be. Uh, and luckily, I'm old enough to have that not bother me. But if I were young and hyper-passionate about games still, I might have a strong opinion about it. Man, oh. I, didn't, I didn't even think of that stuff. Yeah. I never even thought of that. I didn't even That never crossed my mind that I was like, they are marketing directly to me, a teenage boy. Really? No. I, I was I always mean, like, and, and... It was always but me. But that so would be because they were always marketed towards well, you, so but, you'd never think about it. I also knew people, girls, that played video games yeah. that they didn't notice either. They, I they, never they, noticed. They weren't like, like, I can't believe she's in spandex. They'd be like, isn't that chick hot? And I was like, yeah. Same. She is. I think <laughs> it's, it's like a tuna net. Right? It's a net designed to get tuna, but sometimes dolphins get scooped up in it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's more, uh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Oh, Holy God. shit. I think, I think more fundamentally it's like a lot of games were about challenge, difficulty, input complexity, and you know, basic things like saving women. Um, then you got stuff like The Sims or Nintendogs, which uh, stereotypically lean more feminine, but are typically also not about standard video game things, and those have a more even split about demographics that enjoy them versus games about a really muscular dude shooting a bunch of aliens. And I've never necks. felt like video game marketing has ever pushed me away. Like, Neo is one of my favorite games, and that's a game where the character gets beat up and you see more of her underwear. And Near? I was never, yeah. Oh, I didn't know she or got somewhere. battle damaged. You just, you can see more of her underwear progressively, and at no point was I like, how fucking dare you? I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, if she jumps, you just, you see it, it's great. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's just the crazy heels the whole much time. To, yeah. Much to the, much to, like, the, the James marketing, which is shredded dudes getting their clothes ripped off during video games. That happened a lot too. Yeah, it did. I never questioned that either. No. Well, yeah. I, I have that, a couple questions. But I think that's a power fantasy, though, right? Like that's, yeah, that's yeah, still yeah, 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 yeah. It's a power fantasy. <laughs> well, I remember power thinking. Power <laughs> I can't remember when it hit me, but I think it was playing Soul Calibur. I think it was like four is when the proportions started getting really crazy in Soul Calibur. <laughs> and I was just like sweating, looking at Sophia, uh, and I was like, wait a minute, all the dudes are crazy Jack too. This yeah. is just like. And then you've got Valdo. Yeah, so an old Bendy Baldo. <laughs> so it's basically just, that's when I was like, well, okay, maybe it's, I mean, it kind of is a, still a masculine slant, but everything is overblown. Because Mitsurugi is fucking shredding out of his cool katanagi. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I feel like the Final I mean, Fantasy games, like, Ivy. women totally have 
crushes on Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, but those are, I would also say... People like Squall a lot, right? They're like, oh, he's so dreamy. Well, it's... I mean, I would say Final Fantasy is a little more feminine or feminine leaning in general just because it's got pretty music and sparkles. Love. Pretty boys and love, love. yeah. Mm. And women actually doing things and saying things. Yeah. And Occasionally getting kidnapped, but it's fine. Yeah, they usually bust out. I mean, (laughs) 10 the mechanic was changing outfits. That's how you like got your powers. Fucking sweet. Hmm. 13, 13 3, I think. Lightning showed up. Yeah. She's cool. Maybe that's why I didn't play these games. Because you're a man. Because I was thinking to myself, like, I want to play Contra, (laughs) not Final Fantasy. Two guns. Well, remember Super Street Fighter 2 when they, the cinematic, opening cinematic? I wouldn't even have quarters and I'd just watch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Charge up that Hadouken. Oh, man. Had to make a whole separate layer (laughs) just for his biceps. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. They were like, we're going double, doubling down on them being shredded. Now Street Fighter 5, you look at them, they're all jacked. God. Even Chun Li. Even Even Chun Li. I. Laura is from another dimension. <laughs> and how is she related to Sean? That's the greatest joke of all. Why? Because Sean's a little asshole. He's like, he's the Dan of Street Fighter 3. He's kind of jacked, though. I think as soon as you he's start tiny. thinking about relationships in any fighting game, you're in for a bad time. Just don't do <laughs> I'm it. I'm going to keep thinking about it. No. I'm going to keep thinking. It's not a good idea. What if Peach and Laura? Laurette. Damn. Laura. Oh, I mean, her she's already... the f- feminizing... I mean, you can't. You can't. You can't. Perfect. She just turns into Cammy. Kind of got yeah, that well, cut off. There's like, oh, yeah, well, over this alternate outfit. We're sure she's she got a cut off. Cammy. Don't worry, her boobs will stay up oh, on her yeah. own. Goodness gracious. Yeah, hold on. Let's. This is this is a uh, this is just dudes in a basement looking at magazines. Omar, can you throw it to the Google image search page, please? I'm sure this is all work safe. Yeah. Boom. Holy shit. Yeah, she's yeah, great. You got to get. Oh boy, look at that one with jury. That's not okay. Damn. So this is the thing, like. I actually touch. really like Laura. I like her moveset. Yeah. I'm not sure that I can handle. I, I don't know. I man. mean, a, a, I think a, she looks cool. Her, she does cool. Look her cool. bonita, her bonita alternate outfit is like where her pants are unbuttoned. See right here. Oh right? yeah, I see. Her pants are unbuttoned, and she's wearing a top that just covers her area. And that g-string. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they yeah. went all out. <laughs> yep. It's intense. Wow. It's intense, man. You gotta, wow, when do you need the tissues? I'm just like, I can't believe it right now. <laughs> but then again, like, there, there are some ladies who, who get, get the brow sweats. I know, I know that, I know that uh, what was it, Naked Snake did it for a lot of ladies. I don't know where I'm going with this. You were saying tough, Again, tough, Squall, I think. Like, like hyper-masculine. Bitches love she's Squall. hyper-feminine. Yeah. Hyper-masculine well, She's men. the masculine version of, of a woman, which is just huge boobs, well, giant hips. Alana. What, like, who was who? the... Who was the, the biggest man crush you had in video games? Oh, it's totally Nathan Drake. I feel like that would be a go-to Ezio as well. Man's man. Big. Yeah. Nathan Drake's like, he's, like, he's a man's man. Charming. Yeah, but they're like, like yeah, charming and like... Chubby. He's little. He's I don't know, kind of like independent. Like, I think those two are like prob- probably pretty big ones. Ezio was cool. Andrew Ryan. No, it's not. He's <laughs> a creepy old man. He's not creepy. He just knows what he wants. Very rich. You notice how she picked... <laughs> she picked two men whose personalities de- determine their characteristics. Well, I'd also Whereas, go Geralt, which again is mostly for personality reasons. Yeah. But he's also super hot. They're actually all super hot. Well, yeah. But I would pick them for personality reasons, yes. But compared to Laura, who, what's her favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> Laura's my favorite. <laughs> she shoots electric moons. <laughs> Puts me in headlocks. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah, Mars Venus. It's crazy out there. Anyway, don't get mad at Total War. Just because ladies can lead armies now. Or do. Whatever. Man. Or do and mod it out. Or don't play it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there are a lot of choices there. I, I feel like the, can... the only thing that I'm comfortable saying don't do is review bombs. 
I think like review bombing is shitty. Like you can not like a thing and that's okay. You can express that you're angry about it and that's okay. Review bombing is hurting every person who's ever worked at that company and it sucks. Hmm, Don't do true. that. Especially like Creative Assembly. Those yeah. are one of the like old time companies that has lived for a very long time, putting out great products for a pretty small market. To target them just because some lady JPEGs start showing up in your game. <laughs> Seems it's, really it's just unfair. It's something that stays as a mock on in that game like forever as well. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's easily removed. Like it's just not. It's just shitty. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's not shitty. Getting nerd-based items through the through the mail with Loot Crate, <laughs> who's sponsoring this podcast. Oh. I did not get. Oh, it's now empty. you're fine. Hiya. Hey, I got a box. They sent me one. This is Loot Crate. So every month, basically, they send you a box with a lot of items in it according to a particular theme. This one, I got a Rick and Morty. Morty Monster Mayhem thing, which I haven't even opened. Can I open it? Yeah, go oh. for it. Also got a shirt. This is an XL box, because that's probably the most common size. Uh, that looks pretty cool. Whoa, a lot of hair on it. That's weird. <laughs> is that like a Nintendo 64 getting No, it's the batted? it's the printer from Office Space. Mm. It's all smashed up. So. Ah. Yeah. So I've got an XL if anyone wants that. There's a uh, Harley Quinn notepad. Mm. Uh, a Batman pop socket. All kinds of goodies cool. every month. Was there like a theme for Kurt this month? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, this one's pretty miscellaneous. So I'm just like, wow, they now. The, uh, the uh, theme is mayhem. Life gets messy sometimes, huh. especially if you're making a mess. Some of our favorite characters and iconic moments have something in common. Total mayhem. Wreak havoc responsibly with this collection of exclusive gear. So it yes. It looks like a Disney Infinity portal. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then there's uh, a little morning. Yeah. Oh, little guy. Yeah. So they say there's a t-shirt guaranteed in every crate, so if you need to deck out your closet with a variety of uh, nerd logos and stuff like that, this is a good place to start. Uh, they say it also packs $60 of value into each crate for less than $30 a month. You can't lose with all that gear. Uh, they also say the crates will sell out every month. Uh, you only have until September 27th at 9 p.m. to guarantee your order, or this crate will be gone forever. So if you want to get on that train, go to lootcrate.com dude. It's just like free Christmas every month. Free goodies. Look at this little guy. What a great accent for a desk. That's cool. You know that's staring at you while you're flicking through your Peachette collection. <laughs> yes, your pictures of Geralt. Uh, you can, nice. He's in that tub, man. His heels up. Well, uh, I know the photo. <laughs> oh, I've seen it. <laughs> you can subscribe by going to lootcrate.com slash dude uh, to get an, and enter our code dude to save an exclusive 15% off your subscription. Much more, that's lootcrate.com slash dude and use code dude for 15% off uh, thank you, Loot Crate, for the sponsorship. I hope we get more. I always like opening. I like opening trinkets. One of the coolest things I ever got from a Loot Crate was this uh, Batman smartwatch. That <laughs> incredibly lame. Still a big fan. Would tell you if you were sitting for too long, and it'd be like, Batman, you need to go on patrol. That's pretty cool. And it'll like warn you. And if you'd gotten your steps in for the day, it would play this little like animated shot of Batman punching the Joker in the face. It's like you'd done enough walking that nice. you fought crimes. Nice. That's adorable. And it would be like, da 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 da. Yeah, I always love the part in Batman comics when he's walking around Gotham looking for crime. Punching jokers. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I spent over $100 on ordering that uh, Batman comic where you can see Batman's oh, dick. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did. Thank you. Hasn't <laughs> nice. arrived yet. Pretty excited about it. Just, just wanted you all to know. Excellent. <laughs> nice so job. So it's silhouetted, right? Like he's just. Yeah, you can just see the outline. You can see it. It's. I mean, it's oh, got like yeah, it's you can see uh, enough to know he's It's pretty clear. Moon glow. It's pretty clear there. Say, yeah. Yeah. Why was it a hundred dollars? Oh, because uh, yeah, they they stopped printing it. It sold out everywhere, and then they decided not to print it, or you can't see his dick anymore. I guess. That's bullshit. I want that bat dick. It's just a dick. We've all got one. I think that's kind of yeah. bullshit. Oh, actually, I don't know why they stopped printing it. Because it costs more, stir, I guess. Print more of the dick. 
I would guess it, it like it, it just passed a lot, and no one really yeah. higher up realized there was a dick in it, and then it kind of went viral, and they were like, "Oh no, oh we can't have that." Well, they're selling so, it, yeah. Yeah, not anymore. Well, speaking of purchasing dicks, mm-hmm. you had adventures in Japan. <laughs> I did. Uh, I don't know if any of them involved purchasing body parts, but I don't know, man. Well, there are segways. Uh, there's this seven-story tall toy store in Akihabara that's called Mandarake, which is awesome. It's just like full of toys, like retro toys, new toys, like retro games. There's, there's tons of cool shit in there. But it did have an entire floor dedicated to both hentai and hentai toys. Wow. Which is not a thing that I expected when I went to Japan. Is oh, the just amount... like flashlight inserts or...? No, ju- just th- some of them were like customizable women. You could like swap body parts and just have them be naked and like build your own sort of like statue situation. Great. A lot of toys where like That's women great. have like butt plugs in, stuff ah. like that. Didn't Wait. expect that. <laughs> so you, so one floor? You buy one a lady who has a butt plug inserted. Yeah. So you can appraise it and look at it yes. and appreciate it? Yeah. Mm. Just like, it's, it's everywhere. They just kind of have porn toys everywhere. I don't know that they count as porn toys, but just like generally very sexually explicit things. And some of them are like, like they have tentacles on them and just, it's, it's very interesting. It's art. It's yeah. what it is. When I was walking through those floors, I kept wondering, is like, uh, the young Japanese men here uncomfortable with my presence here? But I don't think they were. I think everyone was just like, this is normal here. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, there's sort of a, an invisible bubble of privacy that follows you even when you're in public in mm. Japan, it seems. It's just part of the culture. No one's going to get into your business and ask yeah. you what you're doing, even if you're doing something that's pretty creepy and weird. Like, you know, taking out a, a little spyglass and looking directly at a butt plug to make sure it's inserted properly. <laughs> Didn't see any of that. <laughs> the misprints, man, you never know. Might be off. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's something refreshing about that, about the, the thorough destigmatization of sex in Japan. It probably goes a little too far sometimes, but. Yeah, but like, same token. I had to get a train at 7 30 in the morning, and they were like, you need to go to the women's only train, uh, the cabin or whatever. Really? Yeah, like, in the mornings, yeah, because like women get assaulted on the train so often uh-huh. that it's only when it's really, really busy, like rush hour, and they were like, I was like, oh, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> Thank you for the heads up, because otherwise I would have just like gone on them. But yeah, it, it was it was otherwise fantastic. Actually, that wasn't even bad. It was interesting. Um, one thing that they don't tell you about Japan before you go is there are spiders everywhere. Really? That country has a lot of spiders. I didn't know that either. I'm Australian, and I went there and was like, why didn't anyone warn me about the presence of giant spiders in Japan? Really? They're all over the shrines. They're just everywhere. What huh. kind of spiders? Like, how big? Mm-hmm. What? That's fairly large. Huge spiders everywhere. We had a uh, private uh, bathhouse. In, in one of the places we were staying in Hakone, which is actually based on um, Tokyo 3 and Evangelion. It's a really, really cool place. It's like a beautiful sort of lakeside town that has a pirate ship on the lake for whatever reason. Terrible pirates. I don't know who they're stealing from, but you can see Fuji from there. It's gorgeous. But we had this uh, private bath that's like natural hot springs and everything. And there were, before I was willing to get in it, there were four spiders just like in those rooms just hanging out. Like, no one fucking told Did me you this. kill them? Yeah. Aw. Are they like the spiders big enough that they bleed? Like, have you ever stepped on a spider that it, like, explodes and yeah, there's blood? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about blood, but gunk. That's yeah. A, that's a spider big you. spider. I had a lot of them. No one told me that. Spiders are helpful. They're just nice little guys. Also terrifying. Nah. They just eat bugs. They kill other bugs. They you kill hate other bugs? bugs. They, so do spiders. I hate spiders more than I hate bugs. Mm. Really? Yeah, dude. Bomber. You only say that because there's less bugs thanks to spiders. It's true. And I don't like thinking us. about it. Like, give me more bugs, it means there's no spiders in my apartment. I actually... Briefly considered buying a spider to fight your ants. To fight my ants, because <laughs> spiders eat ants. 
I mean, I assume they eat anything. You train them to. But oh. that's the thing. I was Surely like, they do. I was like, I wonder if I can bait all of the ants into a spider's Come cage. Out of costume, because I can't release a spider in my house, right? No, Why? So um, they, also, spiders have or ants have nests. So would you just throw the spiders on the nest and have them go at it? Or? Well, the nests are in a wall. I can't get to the nests. Do you They're think hidden. anyone's ever done that where they've just like scooped up a spider from outside and put it like near an ant's nest and just been like, do you think? Probably. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know that I feel it works. like the ants would kill that spider. They, yeah. probably, they might, so that's oh, a spider versus true. a billion ants is like the exact ants kind of like fight that they strong. love. That was the exact thought I had, and I was like, maybe I buy more spiders. I was oh. wondering if an army the of spiders, spiders yeah. How many? could defeat an army of thousands of ants. It's tough. How many spiders? Know. It's like Spider-Man fighting ants. Yeah. I was thinking maybe ten spiders. It's like ten spiders versus thousands of ants? Yeah. I don't think that's enough. I don't think so. Because don't ants have enough strength that they can carry like four times their body weight or something along those lines. They can, but they're also really dumb. They can also eat a lot. But it's their team. It's their their willingness to die. It is. It's because they're not dumb because they all have hive mind, right? So they're like working towards a cause. Yeah, they're not They're not spiders are just gulping them down. They have to like bite them and then web them up. It's like, it's not easy. And like ants, Ants are weird because they have a hive mind, but the hive mind's not smart. Like it's like, it's like we go for things and like, but like James said, thousands of them die trying to get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is not, in my opinion, not very smart. But um, but I was like, I wonder if I can bait these ants into a spider's cage and then find out if the spider and the ants will fight. I think they would, well. I guess you just why you would get the your ants... plastic tub of spiders, pull it off, you flip it upside down real quick, yeah. and you thunk it right on top of the ant. I know you can't get there. I can't get to the ants' nest. You I need... have to bait the ants outward. Yeah, you, mm. need, you need some like test anthill in the middle of your apartment, just in the floor. What would ever bait the ants into actually going for a spider, though? Uh, you kill one. The of stuff them. I have. So oh. I have I have ant bait. I, it's happening right now behind my toilet. Um, I put an ant bait down because I saw ants. I saw like five of them, and I was like, I bet I'm getting really good at uh, figuring out ant nests, by the way. Mm. And uh, I was like, I bet they're back. Put two there. fingers to the ground. So <laughs> so <laughs> I, I put the ant bait down, and within ten minutes. There were hundreds of ants all over this ant bait. Wow, oh, shit. It's like uh, like sugar and borax. It kills them. Huh. Kills them like over a day. But I could put that in a spider's nest, have them come to it, then they would go for that, and a spider could... I'm very... But because you the already thing have like, the poison. I do, but then they would die faster. <laughs> but, and they'd die but the spider more might die They would die more interestingly. Like, I you could live ants. stream it, and it would be like a battle royale situation. Well, who do you get could, to kill the spiders? You could poison the, the spider mm. when the ants ultimately kill and consume the spider, they will die in mass because of how many it took poison to take spider? down the spider. How do you Think poison about a that. spider? Well they have so they have other baits that are uh, like hard baits that mm-hmm. they crawl into and then take back to the nest and that poisons the nest. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, but they don't take that. They don't like it. No, because okay. they know. Because they know. Wow. Um, it's poison. So now you gotta get a lot of spider poison and a lot of spiders. Yes. But uh, the spiders eat the poison, the ants eat the spiders. Ultimately, <laughs> I decided it wasn't worth it. I still wanna know what that fight looks like though, because like if you have even like 10 ants, one spider, can't the ants just, they are fast enough that they just crawl on it? Yeah, and then what's the spider gonna do? Just like walk around with a bunch of ants on it? I don't know. I, mean, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't buy it. Mm. I think ants, I think ants win hands down. I think so. uh, and spiders are also defensive predators. That's true. You fall into their trap. Yeah. They don't attack. That's a good point. They just that they capture true. stupid ass flies and moths and stuff. They're just flitting around wherever. So what animal attacks ants? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Human beings, uh, ant eaters, ant eaters, yeah. Uh, oh, ant eaters! I yeah, could get, get an, an ant. I could get an ant eater. But he's not going to want to destroy the hive because that's his meal ticket. What eats ants? I'll feed them. Do they think that way? Of course they do. I actually, I think that ant eaters might actually go for hives. Like, 
eat them out. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I really yeah. hesitated on that. Well, no, they, they got them like, out. It. They got a long tongue that they just like spiral into anthills yeah. and like suck them all out yeah, like yeah. a straw. It's they awesome. Totally do. I wonder if I could domesticate an ant eater and yeah, like, have a, them walk a, around my house. Beetles can ants. We have ant mounds in Australia, and people sometimes put shirts on them. Oh no! It's no, it's very good. If you you can Google that, that's a very good thing to look up. It's like the ant mounds in Australia can be like twice the size of a human. They're huge. I saw that. And then you just like put a shirt on them, and sometimes people put glasses on them and shit. Oh, it's Barry. In Texas, we have fire ant hills, which are, you know, like maybe six inches tall. But if you step in one, holy fuck. Oh, no, no, yeah. Those are terrible. Texas ants are another thing. I... We're getting way off topic, but you see the video of the wasp's nest that someone sent a drone after? No. So the drone what? was like using its blades to like cut the nest. Oh, no. And I felt really bad for the wasps because... They're like, what the They're fuck? designed to kill and defend that nest. Yeah. And so they started, they started the attack pattern. But they, as soon as they go to a blade, you just see it go and get oh, shot out. Jesus. Wow. And they do, they're trying to get it, but it's, it was a mechanical machine. They couldn't stop it. Wow. Must have been very frustrating. Wow. Imagine what it's like for them. I, I, like, to, I like to imagine what, what our stupid lizard brains can't comprehend that goes on around us all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just on a different time scale. think animals think like, we're dumb in some ways? I don't even think like it registers. Like animals are like, why do these humans not understand? I think we think other things are dumb that are actually more orchestrated than we have the mind space to comprehend. Like mm-hmm. a mechanical monster buzzing its blades into our home. Sounds like you're coming up with a religion there, Lawrence. I've, you know what? <laughs> this is this is no joke. You want to get back into AI? Theory? When I was like, well, a little bit. When I was like 2021, 20, I was like, I could probably start a cult. I could probably do it, and I don't know if I want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> I decided against it, but I mean, L. Ron Hubbard did it. It's it's honestly not that hard. A lot yeah, of the tenants wait, are the same. So you're saying be- you just have to be really willing to to manipulate a lot of people's yeah. like, weaknesses. That's generally the hurdle. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get myself down there to do it. That's well, good. I'm glad. That means you're not a sociopath. I mean, close. <laughs> I was on the verge of embracing the "it's for their own good" mentality of like I'll teach them how to live. Basically, so Thanos. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The most recent cult that I read about, I think they they pressed charges because uh, what's the name? Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Goop. was part of it. Nice. Uh, oh wait, is this the sex they were cult? Like, yeah, they were oh. like recruiting That's the CW actress. Yeah, that's, you're right. Yeah. Mack. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, Salsa yeah. Mac. Interchangeable. That's what I would. That is that what a ride. Though. Every single gotta, cult is just a dude that wants to bang a bunch of people. Absolutely, it's always it sex. Yeah. Always. Absolutely. Yeah, that's because that's what humans are usually driven by. Get money, fuck bitches. If you if you like. Give in to your most base urges. It's always, almost always, sex. Like it's very rare. It's not even money because money equates to sex, usually. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get money for free by like brainwashing a bunch of rich people. They but just come and bring all the money to but you. That's what separates us from the animals is when we don't give in to those base urges. Yeah. That's that. Well, whatever. No, that's. <laughs> yeah. Dogs that, are out here like having sex with people's legs. So. They're having a great dogs. time. Yeah. That's Man. messed up. I do like to imagine that there is there is some super race that is. Evolved out of making the cornerstone of all their life decisions sex-related. Yeah, it's octopus. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the octopi are just laughing at us, laughing at us, thrashing around, Brilliant trying to fuck geniuses. whatever. Octopi are very, very smart. It's terrifying. It's cool. They it's have good. to trick them when they keep them in aquariums. They have to trick them into not breaking out of their cages. Like when they try and feed them, sometimes they'll like try and grab you and like pull you in. And all the octopus have different personalities. And like the trainers have to be so like, cool. that bitch wants me in that. Like she wants me to drown. So yeah. they have to like be careful of like which octopus they feed at which time. And it's intense. That's really cool. I've been. There were two octopus-related <laughs> yeah. stories recently. There was one who was there was like a snorkel diver who made friends with an octopus that she named Egbert, and like would go back and meet Egbert every day and started like bringing it food. 
but then we'd leave it in a jar and it figured yeah. out how to unscrew the jar. They have to like make the challenges for them slowly more complicated so they don't get bored because especially in captivity they're worried about them being just like horribly bored and just like bashing their heads against the Jesus wall. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hmm, it, they, they're very scary animals. And then they gave that octopus ecstasy and all it wanted to do was touch everything. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah they gave it. I read that on, one. Me, I read that story. It just got really touchy-feely. It was like, you touch me. It's octopus. Uh, octopus Whoa. are awesome. Octopu- octopi are great. Question. How do octopi have sex? Awesomely. I actually don't know. It's so I don't tender. Know what their reproductive they organs are? Do they? I don't know. I wasn't sure. I, I bet it's know. the best fucking. Uh, so, so, oh, Jesus! Why on that one of all the pictures? Anyway, yeah, there's wow. a there's an octopus tripping its ass off. <laughs> you can see it in its eyes. I think maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by dosing the tentacle creatures with MDMA, researchers found that they share parts of an ancient messaging system involved in social behaviors with humans. I want I want a high ass octopus friend. I just want to touch. Yeah, wow. we can go uh, we can go see Saint Lucia together. <laughs> that's crazy. Can you click on the picture or the link to high five each other? I like that. That's a hyperlink, and I want to see where it takes me. Oh. High fiving octopus caught on tape. Oh yeah. Do they know? So is this like they're celebrating something? I don't. I guess we'll find out in forty eight yeah. seconds or less. Ew. Bro. I got my hands on some sweet ecstasy, dog. Uh, this weekend's gonna be lit. <laughs> they're just touching each other. You're just like boop. Maybe that's just so they know that like their their butt's still out there. Maybe. Hey, that's buddy. not a high five, hey, really. It's more of a hand holding. It was yeah. kind of a, it was kind of like a it was like a palm slap. I mean, how are you gonna do that when you have things that attach, right? Suckers. Yeah, they suck you know, it's gonna be hard for them. God, this Holy is shit, just terrible. Three fifty. Yeah, Boom. we started a little late. Wow. But I'm also we're also in, we're in extra hours now because of octopi. And how bit. rad they are. Anyway, let's harden that real quick. Gotta, gotta wrap her up before we move on I to the show. I vote for Octopi. All right. <laughs> Same. Man, Sadly Pals Ad is not, not a, not, it's too current. It's too way too, that's way too current. It's everyone's. Yeah, it's that belongs the to the world. It's easy nothing, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's very hard. Easy nothing, more like. Nice. Because I'm going to come to the <laughs> No, we got it. We got it. Sorry, can you explain it again? I'm going to come to the drawings. <laughs> got it. Sorry. I forgot for a second. Then, yeah. Uh, brief aside, while we get this, all the videos loaded up, have you guys ever challenged yourself to come as quickly as possible? I've never challenged myself, no. but there have been situations where I'm like, I better, I have to come fast or I won't be coming at all. I gotta knock this out. Yeah. I think... Or a woman just recreationally, they, yes, every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> really. you got better things to every do? Time. <laughs> every time. Every <laughs> time. Yeah, I've never... So I'm not always in a rush, but I've never understood enjoying the ride. Maybe because, as as we mentioned previously, I haven't really delved into the yeah. the world. You said of, you've never used lotions. Yeah, I've never explored. It's always been a means to an end. I know. Uh, Light some candles. Specific end. I keep Put trying. on a little uh, Billy Idol. The first thing you do, I keep telling you, is to fuck a banana peel. Just do that. Just fuck a banana that, peel. No, that, I don't think that's the first thing. That <laughs> may be that. one of the last things. I always <laughs> thought. So you know how they have those like uh, warming up in the microwave. I'm, I might overheat it. What are you doing with the peel? How do you you wrap it around? I mean, you kind like of just, a mummy. You just grip it. But you, you leave, rip it. You have to leave some banana meat in there, right? So no. it just squishes all up. No, you no, eat the well, banana. No, because it's already like a moist thing. Yeah, you eat the banana. But you, do you <laughs> peel it down all the way. So you peel it how far? Just eat a banana, no, and whatever and banana peel is left I over, understand. you fuck it. But yeah, I just it's have a, there. But how do you get that? Yeah, I have like you a pleated it. skirt. It's gonna, of it. it's oh, gonna hold it. But it's I gonna shred. I understand what's happening. It will. It probably will shred. And then you just have a pile, like you just have banana palms. Because that makes it more anatomically correct. But also, <laughs> that's true. Also, that's your challenge, though. If you want to come quick, mm. fuck a banana peel. Just Green or brown? Literally any lotion. Fuck a couch. Literally just any lotion. I've thought about people fucking couches. Yeah, just, fuck a, just fuck a couch. 
Just That's do it. too much work. Just use lotion. But if you're if you're facing the couch, you can't see what's on TV. Oh, you put a mirror. Well, that's you the thing. You put an iPad that, on the pillow. You don't. Yeah, you <laughs> could do that too if you really wanted to. But sometimes you don't need the visual. Put that print out of view. You could just Yoda. use the the touch. Well, he's talked about how he has to couch. take his phone into the shower. Don't have to. <laughs> so he chooses to. It's yeah. efficient. Yeah, exactly. And plus, I can I can catch up on the story in like thirty second chunks. Story. story. Yeah. yeah what? Honestly, you bless mean? that fifteen second skip button. Just bless that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for hard netting. Uh, Way back, or rather, th- we kind of came in on, on the end of a end of an era for uh, Zemo Nitro. Zemo, yeah. Has been doing uh, the Wednesday Frog for an entire year, and all those treatments then got packaged into a 22-minute, 30-second uh, extravaganza of Wednesday Frog. So if you're not familiar with Wednesday Frog, it is the it is Wednesday my dude's guy <laughs> in a Spider-Man suit who then screams, and then that scream then got put on a frog, who uh, okay, anyway. real good. There's a lot of these. They're all about 20 seconds long. Tomorrow we're gonna need some some audio. I hear it, but it's really quiet. Omar. Very quiet. Like really. That might really be for quiet. the best. Okay, I can picture it with that ball. <laughs> it's really great. Alana, well, it's totally worth your time to watch a few of these videos. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. They're great. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah, so yeah, he also establishes his own continuity. He's got his own like particular wow. Wednesday frogs. That's Hacker Frog. There's like uh, yeah, there's the Dude Force. They're always busting wow. in with guns and shooting everything. Anyway, he's getting Cyber Crime. Um, I'm very impressed. It's real good. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you have 22 minutes to wonder what you're doing in this world. The, uh, the 52 week uh, Wednesday Frog is a fantastic video. Oh, you can get like the the whole story? Yeah. yeah. Put it all together. It kind of starts out with being like the uh, the history of our world. So it starts out with Wednesday Frog, like coming out of pre- primordial ooze. It uh, goes through like Egypt and the Renaissance. Wow. Wednesday Frog learns how to paint. Uh, yeah, so there's, there's the initial cells separating <laughs> to create Wednesday Frog. Uh, and then it just kind of goes all over the place. Uh, a lot of different treatments. Oh yeah, the other aspect is that uh, <laughs> skip four minutes in, he's got a visor <laughs> yeah. with lasers. Every week, he basically he takes a remix of Wednesday Frog from SoundCloud and then animates to it. So there's a lot of different musical treatments of Wednesday Frog. Wow, as well. that's really great. Yeah, it's a uh, perhaps the hardest nut that we've seen, especially considering that it like he did it for an entire year and just kind of posted it to Reddit. It is Wednesday, my dude. <laughs> I'm very impressed. It's really good. Really well done. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be gonna be some soft lobs against against uh, Zemo oh. Nitrome for a while now. Well, oh. It's tough because this is done. Yeah, he's yeah. done. So he's like you know, at a certain really point, you want, I want a yeah. fighting champion. Good point. Yeah. Uh, John actually just posted in the chat a month ago. I reached out to this guy about becoming an editor for us. He's a 19 year old student somewhere in Europe and couldn't oblige. Oh. Sadly, we'll get him yet. We'll get him. So this is going up against uh, Real Scully G who, by the banner, has been hot on this uh, automaton? Automaton? Automaton. Oh, 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 yeah, more views than us. Automaton. Yeah. Automaton is probably oh, I know these. Is. I have one of these. Yes. So it's... <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the flute with the little face at the bottom. Yeah. I discovered these in Japan also. Doing a whole lot. Yeah. They're, they're pretty big in Japan. A uh, whole, whole lot of musical covers. Africa. Yeah, this. that's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to sound basic, so I'm glad you oh, did. Oh, I'm going to say just only because of the Weezer cover. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, Weezer it's hot now. Yeah, that's why it's hot. 
Because the weeds are covered. Isn't Africa always hot? I mean, that's a big no. One. <laughs> well, we're going to need some more volume on that. Weeds are covered? Wow. Yeah, weeds are good. It's on the radio. Wow. But a lot of these also will uh, remake aspects of the video using these instruments. I kind of hear it. Yeah, I can't hear it very well. Can you, yeah, can you crank it a little more in here, Omar? I heard that. So what, how do you play it? Do you blow on the top of it? It's, no, you, you like, you fret it. <laughs> oh look, it's raining. It's like, yeah, a little touch pad. There's a neck, oh. basically, and it just makes the, the shittiest, like, square wave you've ever heard. Do you have to blow into it? I don't think. No, it's electronic. Well, how's he making it play? Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I have one. That's really cool. Yes, it, and I guess in the grand, in the grand uh, tradition of cat keyboard, this is a wonderful instrument that is being used to great effect. Uh, let's see here. Oh, All Star, Down Under. Oh shit, Down Under. Yeah, so. Good for them for shooting a whole music video. That's the thing that keeps getting yeah. me is they put so much effort into this. I know. I mean, they're getting oh, views. Wow. It's true. Yeah. One of them had over a million. God. Yeah, they got they got hats and I wonder how long they think they're gonna do this for. Can we stop making these instead? Yeah, Chris, can we just change the channel? Video yeah. games are canceled. Yeah, absolutely. Video games were fun. Wow. I do like the shot for shot remake of the video too. Yeah, it's very well done. Good for them. Oh, you know what I'm not crazy about? The watermark. Yeah. Okay, share your art with the world. Okay. Uh, no, it went off there, though. No, it's right there. It's still there. Uh, da Vinci didn't sign the Mona Lisa. <laughs> uh, somebody requested me channel. I saw that in chat. So that is a great suggestion. Oh, no. It's going to be stuck in my head all afternoon now. Man, they even created a fake good like a meme page with all the automatons in it. Automatons. What did they contract with us? I mean, once you learn this garbage instrument, it doesn't seem too hard. No, I'm saying like the graphics. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, that's a little. Uh, are they, are the video is monetized. That reminds me of. Yeah, the anonymous. I bet, I bet they are a lot. Yeah. I bet they are. Because do they not have license issues? Oh, they might. It might be parody though. Yeah. It's definitely parody, but I don't know if that counts on YouTube. But yeah, that this the the. Screen punch-ins wow. were very similar to uh, Saw Hero Dude. This seems like it would be way too much work if they weren't monetizing these videos. Right. <laughs> like, That's why I'm like, what's the payoff here? That's really great. Oh, shit, man. That's really, really yeah. good. Somebody said take on me. There. Let's let that roll. All right. I think, I think the Tomatome goes into, like, scribbly dimension. I could be wrong. Also, I know that somebody's losing their mind because I'm saying that. Well, anyway, <coughs> while that rolls, I can throw it to a vote. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, James, who are you? Who are you voting for? Isn't that harder? Again, only because I love myself a fighting champion, I'm going to go to a, a Tomatone. Okay. Um, wow. Because of the regular uploads. The, yeah. the mass success kind of bothers me. I feel at this point we could be a hard netting candidate, but 
I, again, I want to give it to a champion who's going to defend that title. Mm. And just just so the rest of the votes know, Parcel Moose says, this is too mainstream, the sort of thing your cousin shares on Facebook, not hard net. Whoa. Mm. Being but mainstream and noticed was never, or being underground was never criteria for hard net. I mean, it's also, this is also kind of a default vote for me, because if the other one's over, I don't know. Yeah, we need Zima to make more content. Or you just shame him into making more content? Yeah, that's, uh, that's what, what I'm doing right I, now. I mean, I think he's taking a break because he was cranking those out. Probably while he was Every in week for a year, yeah. yeah. Um, Alana, who are you voting for? I'm also going to go with the real Sully G, but for a different Ooh. reason. Okay. Uh, because the production value is insane. They put really a lot are. of effort into making those. Yeah, really I'm very impressed. Fireflies. Yeah. That's I, the, I hate that song. It's a song we all want to hear. Man, do I hate that song. Uh, Bruce, who are you voting for? I'm the same. Okay. Uh, wow. I did not think we would find a channel that uh, has expended as much effort as Zemo. But I, Sully G has done a lot of a lot of work here wow. to get this garbage instrument out to the world. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Oof. Well, all right. Uh, this channel has taken it through its uh, wonderful, <sighs> wonderful production values. Uh, wasn't the point of finding stuff that was weird and unique but not known? No, never said that. Never once. Uh, occasionally, that is there is an intersection there. Um, I mean, there are times when, yeah, people will send, like, Facebook meme stuff. That's, that's too easy. And I guess, sure, that is too, but whatever. It's still one, so take it How up with the How do you pick them, then? I don't know. Cool. It's All just right. however he wants. It's Thank his, you. It's Bet. his segment. Bet. I was going to say, he literally invented it, so it's kind of up to him. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, the criteria that I set a long time ago was uh, something that... It is, it is an instance in which you can view the wonderful diversity of the human race through the internet. It's beautiful. That the internet has allowed people to either share what they're passionate about with other people, uh, communities that wouldn't exist without the internet, um, Russian gadget cult, what have you. So yes, I feel like a lot of people enjoying covers of that music wouldn't exist without the internet. It's like when that man kissed the corpse of his grandma. <sighs> Sorry, what? Oof. That was, the, that was the hardest net of all, I think. It was, I would agree. Man. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a deaf. Don't worry about it. DJ Deaf Joey. Oh, that's right. You did tell me about this before. Don't worry about and it. And I yeah. think I had the exact same reaction. Don't worry about it. It was great because it, RTX got to show it to a whole live room of people that had listened to the podcast but never seen it before. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, if you if you were still carrying the scars from RTX. Thanks. Uh, oh boy. Oh, I got a nose itch right as we got to shut it down. All right. Sorry again. Okay, you want to end here? Thank you. Thank you for. <laughs> so she pops back up also. God bless. Man, she's back. Omar's on it. Thank you, Omar. Finally, a peach for the rest of us. Am I right? Yeah. Mario's dick gets big when he eats a mushroom. Nice. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Hope it was illuminating. Uh, please go Google image search Bowsette. Have yourself a nice, warm little evening. Uh, Got any announcements? Because Theater Mode Season 2 is premiered. Mm -hmm. Go check that out. That's for first members. Yeah. Uh, Funhouse Week still, still technically going? Still going. We're in the second week of Funhouse Week. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm almost positive we're going to hit that 7K <sighs> subs. We're, we're, get, we're getting real close. Yeah. So we only need a few more. This is more of a thank you for your support yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think, yeah, that definitely bears mentioning. Uh, we don't, we try not to like directly ask you guys to do too much. Like uh, some people do that a lot. Oh, go do this, go do that, spend money on this. We try to shy away from that because we figure if we're going to offer you a good thing, you'll, you'll find it. Uh, that's kind of our rationale usually. 
And yeah, it was really nice of you guys because we did ask and you guys turned out. It was it was crazy. Well, they did. I think at least in my the back of my head, I was like, man, it would suck if we just like said, hey guys, could you do this one thing? And no one would no one would do it. Yeah. But no, it was completely the opposite. I'm honestly really floored by the uh, the support that you guys have shown. So thank you for that. Um, so yeah, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for watching, listening, however you're consuming this podcast. Thank you for uh, being part of our productions, and hopefully we get to do a lot more cool stuff in the future. Why is it burning? I'm so emotional. Yeah. All right. Lawrence is it's losing okay, it, buddy. so uh, see you later. <laughs> see you next week. Bye, everybody. Post show coming up. Uh.